Hello everyone, welcome to The Lightbringers, a Guild Wars 2 podcast, which is sometimes on every two weeks. Um, <laughs> unfortunately it hasn't been recently because there's been loads of stuff, coronavirus and uh, me going back to school and going back to school online as well, which has been a massive, massive, massive change of life and everything else. So I've been taking a break from podcasts for the last month and I'm back now. And I have three guests, three awesome guests. Hello. There's a hello. And <laughs> waving. And also I'm the only one. No, and they didn't want to say hello. They were just like, no. <laughs> I'm I, I didn't want to be here. It's fine. it's fine. I got dragged into this. I thought we were just like hanging, playing some Guild Wars, but it turns out it's a podcast. Yeah. We're actually going to play Guild Wars and that's it. We're just going to talk about it <laughs> while you're just listening or watching. Um, okay, so if you are listening or watching from wherever you are, this is live on twitch.tv slash Unity um, on the, what's the date say, 24th of April, 2020, in the time of our lives where we're all sitting at home during a massive pandemic. So I hope you're good and safe and well at home and doing whatever you're doing in a way that's um, interesting. I don't know um, how to put the, what I was going to say there. And... <laughs> I have three awesome guests with me. Um, I have, first of all, Bird of Chess. How are you doing? Welcome back. Or Rook. However you would like to. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure which one to call you. <laughs> you know, it's just like a fun little game that I play, a little test for everybody. And uh, I won't tell you which one you have to pick to pass the test. But um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Rook test. is fine. Um, but I'm in school, I don't want more tests, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the surprise internet course. Which one is my name? No, uh, <laughs> we go by Rook, I go by Rook, but I do stream at twitch.tv backslash bird of chess. Um, I'm really glad to be back. I had so much fun talking about the X-Pack news, and obviously, um, for anybody who doesn't know, Jeb and I have met a few times, and it's always been great. Um, I am an ArenaNet partner as well, and I stream a lot, and we play a lot of different MMOs, but Guild Wars 2 is one of my absolute favorites. So we do a lot of community events. Uh, we've got an active guild. We do a lot of raid training for people, and uh, we're always happy to see some new faces and get to keep everybody company, especially during these crazy times. Uh, but we're doing well here, and I hope you are too, Jed. I am indeed. I am indeed. Thank you. Yeah, we have met a few times. Um, many regrets. But other than, you know... <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. been very good every time. Mm -hmm. it's been wow. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me. But what do you... So, uh, do you, you told us your channel. What's your Twitter? Do you have Twitter or YouTube or anything else like that that... You can tell us about, or yeah, is... you can also find me at Bird of Chess on Twitter and Instagram. Amazing, all yeah, things good stuff. Um, it is awesome to see you and have you back again. I will inevitably get you back on in the future as well. So, thank you very much. This is a bit last minute as well. Um, for like everyone, so <laughs> I was like really appreciative that people actually wanted to come on. So that was good. Um, cool, Angry Zorik. Uh, yes. he, he doesn't have a camera I'm actually sorting out an image for him but if you're listening to this on Spotify and Anchor and everything else it doesn't matter um, but you know sometimes I like to see his face that's all I'm going to say sometimes that's nice how are you doing sir? you're right I'm doing okay yeah can't wait to uh, get into this just new player don't know how to turn on my camera that's, that's how 
<laughs> players don't know how to turn on their camera. It's just it. What do you yeah. do? Where are you? Like, what are you? What are you doing? Twitch streamer? Like, I mean, what do you do in life? Like, what's what's yeah. going on? Content creation wise. Yeah, so I'm variety streamer here on Twitch. Uh, been playing all sorts of thing right now. We're uh, about to finish up Octopath Traveler, but I'm mm. also a internet partner. Do that Guild Wars two every once in a while. <laughs> Get salty with it as much as possible, um, and then. Uh, yeah, do Stardew Valley, stuff like that. And then, of course, I have the Twitter. I uh, got some stuff in the works for YouTube. Should I have said that? I probably should have said that. But, yeah, I got it. trying to get that stuff uh, ironed out and then entertain the masses. That's that's my goal. The beard will be back at some point. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like there's, yeah. I mean, it's there now. I put it, I put it on the screen. It dominates. <laughs> it dominates it yeah it is powerful look look at that that's a good piece of artwork right there i'm quite happy it's there now um is it angry zoric uh twitter instagram um snapchat everything like that My only fans? uh <laughs> minus the snapchat but yes uh twitter okay. angry zoric awesome it is a pleasure to have you back sir was also yeah. on um we've both of t- i think you're on at the same time as well so i've actually got you back at the same time again we well, thought hey you know what we might actually have a podcast where it doesn't go i was gonna say tits up that's not swearing um <laughs> that's not swearing that's oh, just man. a phrase no you're good I've that's said just that- a turn of phrase i've said that to to everyone before in polite conversation that's just an english phrase um okay zorik thank you very much for joining us once again and then we have a newcomer, Malfanis. How are you doing, sir? Tell us a bit about um, yourself. What do you do? Not, well, wherever in life. Well, I, I stream <laughs> on twitch.tv slash madrealms with two A's in the mad. Uh, Twitter, madrealms, also Twitter at talk. Um, my Twitter is MalfanisMMO. Well, you'll see me retweet and complain about sometimes when i do tweet because i tend to forget that the thing exists uh my my quarantine has been such that i uh completed the chalice of tears jumping puzzle last night. well done there you go. um had to do it twice because i forgot the coins oh oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that sigh from sorry and i did I... it i did it on my guardian too now I... is is your guardian a Norn or a Char? Because that's the real challenge mode. No, no, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> but, but I like yeah. how this is like. And tell us about yourself. Uh, Twitch is a, and I did this jump on so this. It's like this is a major I'm thing. Back to doing all of those 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 jumping puzzles and achievements that I missed, yeah. and it's just like okay, I need to do this and then just get it done and be over with, and we'll be good. And that's that's what last night was, and that was infuriating. And I'm glad I never have to go back, but I'm happy to be here. There you go. And what what? So you you do podcasts as well? You, this is not something uh, that you're new to. Yes, we've, um, me and uh, the three other members of the Talking Script crew uh, were doing a podcast, Talking Script, for five plus years. We started just before the Heart of Thorns teaser uh, back in the year and a half, two years of Silver Wastes. Um, that, was, that was fun with the trying to extrapolate everything that we could turn a three. I don't know how we turned the teaser into a three hour podcast, but we did. 
I think you know um, excitement and you know hype and joy at something new is is you know a real thing so i'm I'm gonna have to go back and and watch or listen to the expansion stuff that you guys did because that was back in the time when it was okay what does expansion mean to guild wars i mean we we had like a what was it a snippet at the end of a post (laughs) and it was just like that was nothing then it was just like okay well yeah here we're working on an expansion here's a picture yeah well yeah i mean (laughs) oh yeah there was a picture as well yeah you know, the picture says a thousand words. Like was the phrase, I can't remember. I can't remember the saying, something like that. Pictures can say if someone or no reader, probably. Um, awesome to have you here as well. Talking Script, amazing show. Definitely go and watch it. Look it up. You can Google Talking Script. Don't do shirt because <laughs> or skirts. Talking skirts. Uh, yeah, don't look that up on Google. <laughs> don't don't do that. Um, it was an accident. It was just like it was just it just auto corrected it, and talking skirt is actually a thing, apparently. <laughs> I don't I know. I did what not it... notice, and now I am morbidly curious. Yeah, what no, kind of thing though? What it's, kind of thing? I'm is not it? sure about that. <laughs> it was it was just said talking skirt, and it was just there, and I was like, I'm not clicking that because this is my work PC. And we all quietly sure. Google in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember. <clears throat> anyway, today's podcast is going to be about, well, since, just as a little bit of a backstory, I suppose, there's apparently loads of new players coming into Guild Wars 2 at the moment, especially because, kind of a little bit because of, I guess, like an expansion, I guess, because, you know, back in August, they made uh, Heart of Thorns come with Path of Fire, um... They have had some hype around the game recently. They've done a lot of stuff with PvP, kind of, like balance-wise. They've done, they had the PvE stuff recently, which was, you know, the new, kind of the episode one stuff, which was okay. Um, And then they had the recent patch as well, which is actually really good. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the newest stuff, the new, new stuff. That was really good. Um, But yeah, so there's a big reinsurgency of people coming into the game and that is from different mmos i know streamers wise there's people coming over um so you know it's always quite indicative of like large amounts of people coming into the game so that's good um you guys had that that experience as well you get more people in your chat so you're getting more people kind of talking about coming to guild wars so i don't know if anyone wants to jump in and kind of confirm what i'm thinking or if i'm just talking absolute rubbish <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely have... oh, i was gonna say absolute rubbish yeah and hard. terrible no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Please go ahead. Um, it's I had a couple people asking, you know, what should I play, and that was a the couple things which I suppose I've always recommended Warrior for somebody starting the, game, if only because I feel like it's the I I don't say this negatively, but it's the lowest skill floor in Guild Wars Two. Right, but i from one of some from some of the stuff I've seen with builds, I would say that it definitely has a significantly decent skill ceiling. I just remember back when I had no idea what I was doing and I ran a five signet warrior in celestial gear that sounds good that yeah, sounds fun. like a good uh, yeah, yeah did you yeah, enjoy? Fun. I was just doing open world stuff I wasn't doing anything serious. I didn't die, which was the whole thing um. I then you nailed people, it. Yeah, I mean, I still see get, people getting stomped on by Jormag, and I, or not Jormag, by Drakkar, and I'm just like, that there's a yellow... Like, George, if you get stomped by Jormag, that's kind of fair. 
but i i don't know like it works and then you know people are coming in and they're like oh what should i play how does this play just people looking into it which is also fun to see i haven't jumped i've been in wdub i've done pve i i was helping a friend of mine level because he just created his account two or three days ago okay so i was streaming that a little bit uh not this past week this past week we actually did all the the paths of uh Asclonian catacombs to show him what dungeons are in guild wars 2 to show them that, that he exists that the, to show him that uh, the dungeons actually exist but um mm. and then previous was his level a bit of his leveling and then i think we're gonna try and do some fractals this week because i think fractals boost your base stats to 80 uh god i don't actually remember you can do them under 80 yeah because when i first came into the game um i did them too and yeah i mean everything you've said is totally right we've had a bunch of people coming in and asking about the game or maybe they're drifting over from other mmos right now or they're trying to find something new and they're really curious about it um there's been a lot of time where we've just been going over like the basics of stuff you know what is this what are dungeons we had some people asking about that just this morning and kind of getting to oh, explain nice. the history of, to the, of the game to them is so fun um especially because there is just a lot to kind of explore and do mm-hmm. even i mean like you were saying chalice of tears or you know all these different like types of content that are in guild wars that i think that as new players are coming in they're really excited to learn about um, so that's been a blast being able to like welcome people and get them rolled in. And we've had a lot of interest in raids. And um, I mean, everybody just seems to be kind of picking up and running with it, mm-hmm. which is always it's such a good thing. And it's so fun because I think that everybody gets reinvigorated by that, like veteran players, new players. Uh, I absolutely recommend that people go out and help like offer to run some of those dungeons for new players. If you see somebody like offer to go run around with them because it's a really good time to kind of form those relationships and bonds and then like take them through into the new expansion when it happens. There was the, um, when there was a big insurgency before, there was loads of players waiting in the first areas, right? As far as I remember, well, I remember being one of those people kind of welcoming people into the game. I think like, was it Kessig Silver? Was it Kessig Silver? I can't remember. Um... But there's like loads of players just waiting there, like answering questions and hanging out, um, which is pretty cool. And, you know, that was actually quite a nice experience. But like, that sounds good. Like, my fans is literally playing with someone who's brand new, like introducing the game. They're just talking about it on stream. How are you, Zorik? You have witnessing... You're good? good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I was just... I was, um... I was just mapping Gindarn the other day really quick to grab a Black Lion Key because I felt lucky, and then I did get the Black Lion Key in the story there. Um, but when I was running around, <laughs> there were people everywhere. Nice. There were people everywhere. I mean, it was interesting to see. And a lot of them didn't have mounts, which sort of gives you that, oh, yeah, they're leveling a character. They're, mm. mo- they're moving through the maps and well, that may. kind of stuff. And, I'm, of course, I'm running this overpowered level 80 with all this fancy mounts and colors and stuff, and that's probably scaring them half to death. Did you run around them? Did you run around them with your mount? That's no, I was so busy do. doing the hearts because <sighs> I hate hearts. So I, I was that guy. I was, and I'm so sorry for all those new people that came into the game, but I was that guy that was just coming through and just clearing the mobs just so I could finish the heart. And so they're in there, they're like fighting pirates and going down, and I just run through and just everything was dying. You don't even <laughs> rest them. And this one yeah, guy... Like... 
<laughs> it's well, just like well, there's seven million players on the floor and Zorik's just stamping on them like ah, I don't need to do the revive daily anymore they got rid of that <laughs> Listen, res them res Listen, those good new what players. ended up happening is I just cleared a path all the way to the elites and I left them to fight that the uh, five yeah. of them it was good uh, they started to go down so I felt sorry and I came back and helped killed it but it just Did you know, you know that's that's the cool part about Guild Wars 2 when we get new players in I I never got to experience that, you know, going into a zone and seeing like, oh, this level 80 just there suddenly. Oh, I never yeah. got to experience that. But I know from other MMOs coming into a game, you see somebody flying on this fancy thing or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, when you get to level 60, you'll understand or whatever. Um, of course, you know, that kind of stuff I think is some of the coolest things you see in MMOs is other people who have gotten somewhere. Um, and so it was fun to run, run around Gendarn. Uh, other times in the past, I've had people whisper like, where'd you get that or whatever? And you have to explain, well, there's a gym store or uh, you have to be level 80 and there's this one map later on. And they'll be like, oh, okay. Um, and that's the fun part of, about Guild Wars 2 is that a lot of people are approachable. Uh, while I did get in Darn, I didn't really have that, but it was really cool to see those players sort of follow me through uh, and fight mm. pirates with me and stuff like that. So I did slow down a bit for them. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of new players out there. Sweet. I wonder if uh, people in the chat as well, if you want to talk about whether or not you've kind of interacted with anyone new to the game as well. And also, hello, chat. Sorry. We are live. Um, you can see our video and stuff well other than Angrazog. So. Hello, chat. We're not ignoring you. We just tend to kind of talk amongst ourselves and pick things out from chat. So if you have any questions or you want to add anything to this, feel free to do so, please. Um, might pick big, little bits and pieces. But if you let us know, and, and also just maybe, you know, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're a new player, you're thinking about playing the game, you know, just know that there are probably people out there who might help you or there might be people out there who may stump on your corpse. I mean... That's angry. Don't be the person who stomps on somebody's corpse. It's so funny to me. They're like... <laughs> I love how you just linked that together. <laughs> don't, don't go standing don't on people's corpses. It's funny it's to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't do it. It's not so funny. Okay. Even if it might be for one second. Right. But it's funny to me that like, I think especially if you've been playing for a long time, it's easy to forget at this point that sometimes something that is completely inconsequential to you can literally make a new player's experience. And like one of the things I always reference with this was like the very first time that I ever played WoW years ago, you know, um, I was this wee baby. I'd never played an MMO. I had no idea what was happening. I had no idea what literally anything in the game was. I was a complete idiot. And that's great. because that doesn't that's mean you're awesome... an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, com- compared Bloody to the veteran, compared to the veteran. It's insulting as hell. I'm such an idiot. Ve- I can't believe I didn't know how to jump. It's okay. Guild Wars didn't have that. Maybe you played Guild Wars first. Yeah, know. I didn't have to worry about jumping in Guild Wars 1. But in WoW, it was very hard to figure out. No, <laughs> I made that playfully. Like, you know, compared to the the knowledge that most players will get um, over the course of having played that genre of game, I felt like I felt like a nincompoop because I didn't know anything. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was just because I didn't have the experience with it. So I was running mm. around and learning all this stuff from scratch. And, um, you know, I had plenty of people who were sassing me as I went. But there was this one person 
who came up to me at some point and was like, welcome. I'm so happy you're in the game. And they gave me 2000 gold. What? And I, I, I know. And like, I had and never And now I am married seen, to them. <laughs> I had never seen that amount of gold in the game. It like blew my uh. mind. And I, I played WoW because that like stuck in my head that there was this like amazing thing that people, you know, this connection that people could forge in the game. And as I got more confident in the genre, um, you know, I felt happy to like pass that on to other players. And this is such a good time to do it. Like the amount of times that I've heard people say, like I was lying dead in a zone and six veteran players ran past me. And I was asking, like begging in the chat, please God, somebody res me. Like if you take time to do something, even something that's small, it's really wild how much that can stick with somebody. And like years later now, I still remember that person that gave me 2000 gold. Um, and it's just those little things that I think can really introduce people to this world that are, that are so fun and make MMOs really unique. That's a good one story. The, yeah, one of the things you say there, like resing people and stuff. Back in the day, I used <laughs> to get really bored, and uh, I used to be able to break out on the map and get up on the cliffs in Queens, Queensdale, okay. and I would stalk new players to see what they were doing. And when they would go down, I would just come out of nowhere, res them, help them beat the thing. And okay. I, I mean, one day I <laughs> yeah, just followed. It, where is this I going? What I used to do. But it's like, it's that kind of thing. What a story. I looked like Batman. <laughs> I was really going to be Batman. I was bored. It was on a Saturday. I decided to stalk a new player for an hour, and they didn't join my guild. It was a disappointing experience for me, but I'm sure it was amazing for them. Okay. Why are you so red, I'm trying to say, because I'm just, it's just funny. It's, it's I get funny, red and when it's I'm also open. very warm in this room, so <laughs> I mean, my friend is we got started like that. <laughs> um, I need a middle ground. <laughs> so uh, I, I go from one extreme to the other. That, um, my most memorable experience was also in Queensdale, but it was uh, the show. I was being stalked by a player. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That guy. <laughs> I was that but, guy. But it was it was the Shadow Behemoth, and right. it was. The, a world boss and it was people working together to fight a world boss and there wasn't any arguments in map chat about who tagged what first because that's a thing in other games where yeah. like whoever does the most damage or whoever got the first hit in they get credit for the kill mm. they get the loot anybody else who hits it gets um it was just really great to see and honestly the other thing is coming from world of warcraft and uh monk in chat he was the one dragging me on twitter for wondering how long it would take me to mention wow i didn't mention it first i will admit that was one of the, i will mention i will pretty sure it, was, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't recorded yet but um map chat in wow i turned off like because map chat was never useful yeah, map chat in Guild Wars Two. Sometimes not so much in Lion's Arch, but most of the time is useful, and you can say stuff in map chat, and people will answer you and be helpful. Like uh, Metrica Province daily event completer is one of the dailies today, and there are people tagging up in Metrica, people saying, "Hey, there's an event here. I tagged up with my mentor tag to, you know, uh, mark an event chain, and that was." I mean, just that I think that's the thing that's kept me in the game 
is people being relatively friendly in Guild mm. Wars 2 in comparison. Granted, it's an MMO, and you're going to find the jerks. I will admit that's mostly in PvP and WW because <laughs> PvP, any kind of player versus player content is where you're going to find the people that are probably a little too angry for their own heart health. But uh, in general, <laughs> oh, I've never heard that one before. That's like, I kind of like that for their own uh, heart that, health. Uh, well, I mean, getting angry is not good for your heart. And no, I know I, that. I went or from World hair. of Warcraft to League of Legends for a while. Oh God. And <laughs> and it's like amazing and you're still here why yeah i'm surprised that you made it through that to even get to guild wars 2. i tell you what you'd be surprised like how many people like that you that i i see playing games that are very like very different to like league of legends like you know i think i was talking to someone the other day and they were talking about how much they really they were talking about like i was not it, no it wasn't it was something really like light or although it was like a new I think it was I think it was in Trader Joe's actually. They were talking to me about Animal Crossing. And I was like, Oh, what did you play before that? And like League of Legends. It's like <laughs> What? It's like to such be a fair, massive going, change. Going from League to Animal Crossing is probably more of a palate cleanser than any Yeah, true, Because it's just the best way to describe Animal Crossing is just cozy. So that's about it. But I survived. I survived league by not playing ranked. So I was, see. That's what match. It was bot okay. matches and and unranked stuff, and that was it. I just liked the way oh. the game played. I didn't quite like the community, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. The community keeps me playing Guild Wars too, and that's that's what I remember the most of from when I. It's cool that that still happens. So if you're running around uh, in zones and your new player look out for the little is it the mentor mark you had or was it like the i guess yeah, the, mentor the mentor or the commander it's the, the apple with the little eye in it shows up yeah like or just look for star. look for batman when he swoops out of the sky it's like i am yeah, the look around you. and then you know just keep an eye out for that he might help <laughs> i heard he retired like that's that's what so i heard many people are but I, I don't know but yeah <laughs> look for him <laughs> okay so i thought um as we are talking about kind of new players <coughs> pardon me um i thought i'd ask quickly about our own kind of new player experience now we were talking um I, i'll qu quickly go on to mine because <coughs> i didn't really say my opinion on the last week um when i started it was uh pre it was betas it was like the first betas that came out i was hyped about the game with my guild um, we'd be massive into Warhammer Online, so we already did RVR, like which is World VR. Um, realm versus Realm, if you don't know what that means, um, which is what people used to call it. Um, and now, obviously, it's probably World or Server versus Server or whatever you want to call it. Um, and we were massively hyped up. And I don't think I remember being excited for a game that I was for Guild Wars 2. I still remember the launch like it was yesterday. I remember being in a massive guild with so many people and just being like day one, like beta, no one know what the hell to do. What's a combo field? How do you run faster? How do you share boons? Like, how do you do all of this stuff, which we only learn after like months of playing the game? Um, and it was wicked. Uh, I loved hearts. I loved hearts. I loved hearts. I loved not having a quest system. Um, I liked the fact that it was just one main story that I could follow. 
Um, I actually loved everything about it. It was the best ever starting experience I could have ever hoped for. Um, in all honesty, I'm not even bullshitting about that. I just broke the laws of swearing in the first half an hour. So good job. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, I just that's just how much I'm in it. It was it was great. Um, but I think you know my mind changes as I get older and start playing the game more and more and more. And I've been playing it for as much as I've been playing it for. So it's like it still doesn't mean that. You know, I don't know if people will have the same experience because it's different now because obviously it's past the launch. But things have changed, and even in the last month or so, with like new players, I just wondered how your experiences uh, were as well. Like starting with maybe Rook first. Like, how was your? Because you it is different to mine because you start. You said you started later, so I did. Yeah, I. I came to Guild Wars 2 a lot later than most people, I think, honestly, because um, a lot of the veteran players seem to have come over from Guild Wars 1 or like when the release was happening, there was a lot of hype about it. So they were drawn into it, um, some of them as well, because of like the PvP and competitive element that was, you know, really, really kind of pushed at the start. Um, so I came into it way down the road. I came in after Path of Fire had already been released, and it's been about two years now. Oh, after Path of Fire? Yeah, oh, I came wow. in much okay. later, yeah. Um, I had played through pretty much all of the other MMOs at that point and had gotten, like, major MMOs that uh, were released. And I had sort of settled in Final Fantasy XIV. And while I was streaming, I had a lot of people say to me, like, hey, if you love XIV, you would love Guild Wars. Like, you would love this franchise. You should get into it, especially because you also are big into fantasy. So I ended up um, coming into the game and it was funny because I love hearing you saying that, like, you loved all the hearts and things because coming from 14 into Guild Wars 2, I was like, what is this nonsense? Like, I was going to say, if you're going from Final Fantasy 14 to this, it's just like, what? <laughs> there, where are the quest? Like, I'm actually going to go somewhere else and do something else now? Like, I mean, I don't have to do a million things to talk to this one person with shed loads of words. And I'm just like... There are no words in Guild Wars 2 compared to Final Fantasy XIV. There are just not. So much more of it is on the fly and is, like, part of your, like, organic experience in the game, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, absolutely. It so, does make sense, yeah. I love that. Like, I, I honestly love it now. But at first, it was so confusing because I didn't know where to go. I didn't mm. know what to do. I didn't even realize that most, like, important NPC dialogue um, you know, happens while you are walking through an instance because, like, in 14 or in a lot of the other games that I play, it, like, stops you and there's, like, a cutscene or a speech bubble or whatever it is. Yeah. So I'm blasting through these quests and I'm like, where was the story? And I'm, like, running around to the hearts and I'm, I have to do how many of these to do the next thing? So it took me a while. Um, it took me <laughs> probably up through... Uh, living season two so i mean yeah. obviously living season one isn't playable but when we hit season two i remember this shift where something like clicked and i went oh my god i really like this and i started getting more and more interested and then we got into heart of thorns and then all these other things happened in the story and plot and i was like so excited about the game and i started realizing that there was so much more complexity to the combat than i initially thought that there were all these really interesting unique things this interesting heritage from guild wars one and it's just so different than a lot of the other mmos on the market in this way that feels just like so true to its own self and heritage like and the original guild wars game 
um, that I just like fell in love with it. So I started playing Guild Wars 1 and we did, you know, we got about halfway through everything there. We still need to finish it up. And we went into Guild Wars 2 really hard. And now we do all these raid groups and all this other stuff um, because I just fell in love with it. So I, I've loved the journey and I love different from a lot of the other games. And it's really fun to share that now with other people, especially more traditional MMO players who come in and might kind of have the same impression as me initially mm. to be able to then be like, Hey, no, 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 no. It's really interesting and really cool. And like, hang in there. Um, is really fun for me at this point. Damn. Fair play. <laughs> that is, that is pretty awesome. Yeah. That change from Final Fantasy 14 to Guild Wars 2 is yeah, quite the change, especially when you go the other way around as well. It's like, Whoa, I need to move now. <laughs> awesome 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 Malfanis how do you feel about everything we just talked about <laughs> now how was your um, I can't I'm trying to remember what the original great there was just so much good information there what was I saying um your first your first experience getting into Guild Wars 2 because you were I, you were launched pretty much I think you said. I was in at launch uh yeah. my wife actually bought me my account for, uh, from her job where she was working front desk at a and she's like, you should be getting an email. And I'm like, what? And I get the, here's your account info. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Because I wasn't, wow. it was a Saturday. And she, she's like, she is a keeper, in, obviously. You know install that. It on, <laughs> I installed it on both of our computers. And then we, we started playing. And I enjoyed the game. I played a Dagger Dagger Elementalist for my first character. I still have that character. I am not a serial character deleter. Uh, for anybody in chat who knows uh, MMO Inc. I was going to say, Inks just bumped yep. into my head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I remember very clearly getting through uh, Queensdale and then moving into Cassex Hills. And I believe I was level 19. And clear as day, I remember I walked up to a deer, which was level 22. And I don't know if the difference in levels is... is severe as it is anymore and it was probably just me not being used to active combat and dodging but that deer kicked my ass that deer bicycle kicked me in the face and i fell over and i was just like well i need to learn how to play this game now and that was uh that was like that on top of the, uh, <laughs> the uh, I didn't. I didn't. I stopped playing for the day then because it was just kind of one of those. You raged quick as a deer. That's like... amazing. <laughs> but uh, it's it's that and uh, and the Shadow Behemoth that stick in my head as yeah. like my my initial experiences with the game. I actually kind of liked the hearts as they were in the game because yeah. it kind of let you learn about what was going on in an area and then it was done yeah the repeatable hearts as of now not quite so great because i'm just reminded of dailies from world of war and i remember that grind that i hated Mm. Um, that's true it's like i i I just like the singular like one-off hearts because you got to learn a bit of like what the hell is going on in the area they could, you know, do because I one of the things I did notice about the hearts is that if you, I, I think almost all of them, say for the one with the Ash Legion somewhere in uh, in Ascalon, where you have to do the stealthing and there is literally no combat 
And anybody who has done that heart remembers that because it's just a slog to finish. But almost every single heart has a combat option, and it's always slower to do the combat option than the special actions, which I thought was a great thing because, I mean, everything else in questing was either talk to this NPC or kill 15 boars. And that was, again, coming from World of Warcraft, and I was just, feed these cows, uh, carry yeah. this hay over to the barn, do this other thing. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, whatever, that's great. Uh, get shapeshifted, in, I was in um, Wayfarer Foothills, get shapeshifted into a snow leopard so you can fight the... Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that one. Uh, it's, Go for a portal it, and do this, yeah, same area. It, it just it kept me in the game more because there were more interesting things to figure out and then what rook was saying about the the dialogue like ambient dialogue just kind of sitting around and hearing uh i mentioned the events in metrica that i was tagging up for people weren't following the npcs as they were running to do something because there was no orange circle but since i learned early on in the game that npcs do things and they can lead to events if you follow them I knew there was going to be an event, so mentor yeah. tag up, let's follow the NPC. And that was just, having to pay attention, I think, was such a big deal coming from World of Warcraft, where it was just like, find the yellow exclamation point, either kill the things or talk to the yellow question mark, and back and forth yeah. and back. And I just feel like I can do more in Guild Wars 2, and that's what's mm. kept me here. There isn't just this direct path of like A to B for the event mobs they kind of go around the map and like areas at least well even though they've still got that still kind of got that same route but like there's options and depending on what's happening and it's pretty good it is pretty good it's different it definitely definitely is different i think i uh, will actually we'll talk about that earlier late earlier <laughs> wow going back in time um we'll talk about that later because that would just be something else um because we'll talk about what we think maybe uh could be different but zorik how's your first um and malfairness thank you for that story it's good good stuff behemoth is um that was one of the first things i remember as well it was so good world bosses awesome the, um the world bosses are amazing that first time it's like it's yeah. unbelievable seeing them there are some yeah. there are some games that have they caught they have world bosses and they're not quite well eso comes to mind when i when I think about this, because they've got, they've call them world bosses, but they're zone bosses and they're just normal size things. But I think that's just more of an ESO thing, to be fair. But, um, but in Guild Wars 2, they're like ginormous, massive creatures and <clears throat> constructs and stuff, which you just don't really see anywhere else. And, you know, they're pretty damn awesome. Um, Zorik, sorry. Not first. to get creepy. Oh, or anything about yes. stocking is it because these you your, Is it because you haven't got, <laughs> got but, your camera uh, or something? It's funny. I found Rook on Twitch because she had just started playing Guild Wars 2. <gasps> oh, okay. Streamers. You did? And, yeah, and she was leveling a Guardian, I believe. And I was watching her run through and discover things. And that's actually where I first found rook and then i found out she did final fantasy 14 and other people knew who she was that i watched and i was like wow this is really cool how how did i miss this and now here she is she's like one of the pro players and oh, no, no. <laughs> why are you laughing 
<laughs> Why are you laughing for? We're gonna just pluck pro player out and we're gonna tuck that somewhere. Cut to me like falling off of every ledge in Heart of Thorns for a million years in front of everybody publicly on stream. No, Zorg, you were so I remember like I remember you coming in and I remember like this is what's amazing to me. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned this because it's not creepy at all. Like you were one of the very first uh, Guild Wars 2 content creators that like I had any contact with. But everybody was so kind and so welcoming. And I remember being so surprised when I went to your channel and saw that you had like built your brand around being salty because I was like, but he was so helpful. He helped me so much while I was dying. And like... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, this is, this is an ongoing story that keeps happening, apparently. I mean, I, it's because what you didn't actually... see was me screaming at my screen, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you did it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, that's the community in general is really as much as I am angry, but I've always been trying to be really helpful in the game, even since the get go. And talking about my new player experience, I was there in the betas, you know, negative three day head start, whatever. Um, you know, I was right there the moment it launched. I made all my five characters. I got on my human warrior. I went into the Queensdale and started leveling and stuff because we had to get levels before we jumped into world versus world because that's what i was told but they lied to me i could just went right in um but i ended up making a five sig hammer warrior for world versus world and that sounds really weird <laughs> this is big stuff it's just like oh signal warrior Ooh. you know i was a lazy <laughs> lazy build when it came to my characters so anytime someone's like oh just do this that's why in fact that's why i picked up your turret build for pvp jebros because i was oh, like God, that is so let's lazy. Not talk about that and <laughs> like if people thought i was angry they should have saw what was happening in chat when i was taking four v1s and winning but anyhow yeah that so i was, started in yeah. queensdale i had the experience from the beta and i think that's really what helped me understand what was going to happen from the get-go so it was it was fun i think queensdale is one of the more fleshed out places but i remember getting to the end of mapping queensdale and then mm. the shadow behemoth just busting out of the ground and everything and all these players being like wow and all that kind of stuff and i had actually seen it in the beta but we we didn't have enough people to beat it at the time because people had tried to like see how far they could get in the game and stuff just and want to so get past the zone get to yeah. level <laughs> and so that first time it comes down to just start screaming at you to open yeah. those portals and all that kind of stuff we were just like what is happening it's here and then epic. you beat it yeah, so and you good. get those, and you get those green, those green tier equipment, and you think, "Oh man, we're moving up in the world now." You know, I got that green chess piece that looks so ugly with everything else I have on. Until you're like level eighty, oh, and you're man. like, "I remember getting that. the sets though of armor when you first yeah. level up, and then and you're just like, I remember the the best, the coolest, the coolest piece set of armor. It was the bony. It was the bone." Like the the head the helm and the shoulders that were in one, uh, what was it called? It's not the tribal. It's and it's kind of got the bone. It looks like a deer's head. We'll say for malfunness' sake. <laughs> no, I, I know what <laughs> you're talking about. Coming I, yeah, out. I've used you that know? one for a long. And the kind of tassels down there, and you know, it's and it was just this whole set, and I was like, damn, this looks awesome. I can't wait to go further. And then, like, you know, you start going to the dungeons, and you're like, damn, I need, like, you know, all of the sets. Like, the fire, and the all... What's it? Um, Sidor Flame. 
That's right, because everyone was trying to go for that because it was just exotic gear. It wasn't ascended, and that was like the best set for damage and like trying to get to the flame. And then you were like going to World v World and you're trying to get oh man, I miss. I, I remember miss so much. I remember in November, like 2012, the doing the carpet thing, seeing in full Orion armor. You what is happening? I'm sorry, I don't know why I pressed that, but <laughs> it's just an old sound effect. I randomly pressed it instead of my mic muting. What was that? I was doing another podcast. I don't know why that's there. I'm sorry, that's a bit embarrassing. Batman, is that you? <laughs> that was my first ever episode of the ESO podcast I do. Sorry, sorry, carry on. What were you saying? I'm really sorry. It's right next to, there's a sound effect button right next to my mute mic because I was going to cough. Anyway. Dude, I, dude, my story doesn't matter now. I don't Let's know. Read it and, That's mo like I, mean, I was just going to talk about, I don't even remember now. I Car- don't, I'm sorry. Karka, you were talking about the Karka. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw someone in full raw armor set, and I just Ooh. wondered how much pain by November of 2012 that they had to go through to even get that. Um, I remember, I remember, you know, because I went from PVE leveling my character into World versus World. I was commander for a long time in there, and that's what I did. I, w- I was World versus World. Leave- you know i that's where i breathed practically um we were learning stuff it was all new um and it's so funny because as competitive as it was there was like so many of the weirdest questions and it got really toxic you know a couple months in because people just wanted this level of play already in that competition that you just couldn't give them all the time because they didn't understand we were still learning we didn't understand that the combo fields could be blasted and, mm. and things like that and you know and might stacking it was all down to the guardians put that staff on you better give us might like and then we didn't have squads either so we had parties and things like that and it was just it was just this mess it was just this huge mess but it was so much fun you res people they're always telling you thank you 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 go from world versus world into pve to make some money and you're you're farming things and like there's nobody around you and then suddenly there's this group of people and you're like what are you doing it's like the world boss is starting and i'm like okay like that's that was my experience it was it was a blast i spent the first nine days like living and breathing guild wars 2 uh the hearts for me at the beginning of the game were like it was just different and interesting um and that kind of stuff and servers thank god servers were split at the time because i could only imagine how (laughs) how busy those hearts would have been and we did run into some of those um that i eventually went back and did for math completion yes yeah world versus world map completion that was a thing back then and i remember you know you know i was on isle of janthera we ended up running a map one time and i had to bring in all the characters i could to get my world versus world map completion done and now you get on a new character in there and you're like oh there's a vista that's too bad and you just move on with your life but i had (laughs) i had a single point of interest that i needed to be on red on uh, Eternal Battlegrounds to get Everyone to finish had the World v. World map complete right before, and it, it we didn't get red before it uh that change flip. I was actually kind of annoyed by that. <laughs> <laughs> I one um, day would want to get that. <laughs> I have commanded for people to get map completion in World versus World. Yeah, yeah, I'm people bat- did do like. That. 
in like December of 2012, I get someone's Christmas present that they wanted because there was a secret Santa. Uh, all they said, all I want is to get that point of interest in the middle of stone mist and we sieged stone mist so hard for hours it took us like three and a half hours to get in and nothing we had like 40 50 people to slam in this place over and over and then uh somebody told me about it i went in with four people four other people we ninjaed in got them the point of interest and took stone mist and you could not imagine the rage that happened that night it was amazing and that you know this is even six months into the game and this is the experiences you were getting and i mean that's why you fall in love with the with the game uh, as a new player it's just things like that it just wouldn't happen anywhere else like you just want to have 40 50 people get together to go do one thing i just can't imagine any other game that does it the same way and and just you know you you accomplish something and everybody's happy because we all get the loot and everything i don't know that is a good story that's something like, honestly, that magic is something that I think that anybody who ends up becoming familiar with the game, like, has to almost hold on to. Because so much more, like, nowadays, right? I mean, even when I started the game, um, it had been out for ages. So, like, Path of Fire existed. Metas, builds, patches, all that kind of stuff was um, just already kind of established in the game. And hold on, my city is exploding. So give me one second with the background noise. We got some siren. Don't worry, Batman will be there. You can, it's okay. You can talk still. It adds, it adds flavor of the outside world. I think loads of us would like to hear something from the outside world. Hello, I live in the city of Chicago. Even on shutdown, it's still the loudest place ever. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like even now, um, there is that magic to be found. And sometimes as like new players um, come into the game, just being able to say like, you know what? You do your weird five signet build. You do it. I don't know why you're choosing it, but you go for it can be so liberating because like when I first started, there was such a mix of you do you boo. And if you don't do what I want you to do, boo, I'm gonna lose my mind. And it was this like balance because so many people knew already what's good in the game. But part of the fun of Guild Wars 2 really for me is just discovering that. And um, I always encourage new players now. And like I myself will run all kinds of weird, wacky stuff and we're just doing open world um, because I think it's still so fun to be like, hey, what can I discover about this game in a way that is like that new experience, that new kind of blind feeling around in the dark like let's put these things on and see what happens or let's go pop into this content that i've never done and see what we can discover about it it's so fun it's uh, it's it's really nice to just hear about all these experiences and just what i think about the game and then and then especially to think about it now maybe think about i'm just trying to link here (laughs) (laughs) this is what you do you see um <laughs> and and how people think about you know even the new players coming in actually i think i'm a little bit early for that um but we've all kind of talked about these first experiences of like playing the game and going and being and now we're all kind of experienced players you know even bird of chess is is an experienced player you know i mean you're there now you're you're a vet okay i'm there not you a pro are. but i would say we're getting into veteran vet, vet territory we're vet. approaching Exactly. Oh, she's beat more raid bosses than I have. There you go, then. That's fine. Um, <laughs> um, 
have you guys leveled anything recently? Oh yeah. That's been my big project lately. I've been trying to do a full run of all the personal stories of each race with a new oh. class that I haven't ever played on before. So we are actually almost through it. We just finished up Human Noble Revenant, and now we're working on um, Char Engi. And Char is so... I love it. I'm having so much Engineer fun. The story is well. so good. And yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about Engineer. Um, so yeah, I've been leveling a lot of stuff uh and i see like you mentioned like how is it compared to when i first leveled so my first guard uh, my first character was guardian and i think like the biggest difference for me is just knowing now what makes for a more streamlined leveling experience and also knowing how to take advantage of resources like um uh the experience like tomes of experience and things like that that really help you just like push beyond as well as like really knowing that map completion plays a role in experience gathering um where like if i need something to supplement i can go and explore yeah. because that's kind of unusual like when i was first running through and, and leveling my guardian it didn't like totally click with me until a little while that everything i did on the map in guild wars 2 gave me experience everything that i did was yeah, like an interactive part of my journey and the world and there's so many fun hearts like there are some that are really really unique or still i remember them or like areas where you stumble into some little unique vignette or you go underwater and there's whales in there like yeah i've been scared by that before there's a jump scare on my stream of that somewhere it's like oh god they make me me so happy i was like i i was so excited the first time that i saw them so now i kind of know what the flow is yeah and that's really the biggest difference i didn't know when i first came into the game because the other mmos that i played did not have that and especially when i got into heart of thorns like those maps are part of the backbone of the expansion and the content that you do and the horizontal progression that you do so figuring all of that out has really helped me in my like pacing of leveling Okay, so you had you've had like so you started new recently. What the last like I'm trying to think when I did the level up event. So it would have been over a month and a half ago. When did you when did you start? Because they changed some of the new experience. They actually added a ton of achievements, like new 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 achievements. Um, yeah, I was before that. So I I started, it was like two years right, ago yeah. as of uh, Winter's Day, because I got my two-year birthday present right. for Winter's Day, which was really exciting. So they did recently put in those new achieves and things too, which is great. Um, when I did my Guardian first, though, I don't think they were in the game. Okay, my fan is, you're, you're kind of like nodding your head, like you kind of knew what I was talking about. Do you, do you want to say anything about that? Uh, the uh, The tutorial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, I I do remember seeing a lot of veteran players um saying, "Oh yeah, I finally finished the tutorial." Which, uh, yeah, I, I laughed at, at those tweets because I found it amusing, and I got a whole bunch of completion for that when uh, my friend rolled a Silvari Necromancer, and he was just running around in Caledon, and I was with him. I'm like, "What's with all of these achievements I'm getting?" And I looked at the category. And I'm like, "Oh." Well, this is nice. Like you can introduce people to the the achievement system, to collections, and and give them little breadcrumbs. It's a it's a really good ad. Oh yeah, it is. Like, honestly, the last time I remember the update to the uh, new player experience was when they added all the stuff you got per level after Lion's Arch got blown up, and before it got. Fixed. Was that just after that? 
Was it was sometime ago? after the destruction of LA. Yeah. 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 Never got the new put. Yeah, that new player experience when they added that that changed the entire thing. And then to I hope I really do hope they keep expanding on it, like with the the mapping tutorial and what achievements are, and they keep pace because not only that, it makes veterans have to go back and relearn, which is important to anything in life really is to go back and relearn because you might forget something or forget the basics to teach other people. So when I went back to do that tutorial stuff, I didn't even use a mount or a glider as much as I could just to remember what it's like to play without that stuff. So. Yeah. I thought I'd show it. I thought I'd show it just like on the screen. I think that is the, the new but you can't you can't see if you're listening. But there's there's these new the newer achievements which are coming with the flashy kind of Guild Wars two logo yeah. as well. Um, it, it has new boosters. It has armor for the characters to eventually put on. It's like a hundred and fifty AP at least too. So it's very good for veterans. And you have to do it on. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you also have to do it on multiple maps and i think i don't think it's based off race it's just based off the map but i could be yeah. wrong about that it is just the map. yeah 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 it looks like it yeah province wayfair foothills beginner experience collection oh there's armor oh eat crafted food eat a level one to five food item you get collector's box oh and a uh, reader geek saying it's 210 ap total oh there you go this is pretty good <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. Uh, they also added new loot boxes that you can pick up in the beginner maps that are just like a mighty ch- a chest of mighty boots or something like that. And it's literally all th- you you get to choose from all three weight classes, and it's the mighty prefix for a pair of boots. Ah, okay. I mean, there's there's even achievements. I didn't even see this one to start being a chef. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, you, and you get a crafting booster as well, which helps you like level up there. So this this they are still thinking about this, and this has helped a lot. It's actually pretty nice to level up because we did uh, an event during one of our subathons recently, and it was like, what? There's like all this new stuff, and then there was all the achievements and people and the one thing is and it's good that they didn't just give everyone these achievements because they're vets because it got everyone to go back mm-hmm. so that they inhabited the world so the other new players that were coming in were like oh wow like we've got there's people here playing the game and and this still is like you know there always will be because it's, you can free you can play it free um and but still like that was like there was loads of people in me probably go there now there probably still is um and i was playing silvari so you know no one likes those but... the sense yeah. of progression. <laughs> it's all about that sense of progression too because when i started a new account for um uh, an EU account back in 2016, I remember getting achievements again, and it just felt so good to see those things pop up and rediscover things and unlock stuff that that progression feels really good. So if they add even more, it really hooks the player in too, to 
be like, oh, yeah, these achievements are fun and things like that. Because really, uh, as veterans, I think veterans sort of start limiting themselves as they get towards the end game because they sort of forget all this other stuff is out there. And, you know, just go look at the achievement panel. It's something to challenge yourself to go and, and grab that stuff. But if they can give that to a new players now, it sort of gets them ready to be like, oh, man, I'm bored. Let me look at my achievement list and see what I can do today. Yeah, it's kind of what I felt like achievements were as well. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a. Sometimes I'll have my moments of like wanting to go go for achievements, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it just depends kind of what you enjoy, I guess. If you like the hardcore content, do the hardcore stuff. If you like doing achievements, just do, kind of do what you want. And that's, I guess, that's kind of the good thing about Guild Wars too. You've got a lot of options. Um, did we get every what round? Every I don't think we did actually. Did we? Uh, have you, right, no, not at all. Um, I found a sword, Zorik. Did have you leveled anything recently? Did you have you? Was there oh, a big yeah, difference I did. between the last and... thing I did was that to t- new tutorial. I made new characters. I bought four character slots um, Damn, so God. I can grab some extra birthday boosters. Really is why I did it. <laughs> but uh, I was leveling those characters through those zones to do the tutorial and um, made. Uh, races and classes that I haven't played. Um, my idea there was eventually to build them up into something I've never done with, with those things and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was the last time I level. I love leveling in this game. I love starting from scratch and mapping and that kind of stuff. It just it just really brings the nostalgia and brings stuff back. And it's a fun system to be a part of now. Although I do think as a veteran, I wish it was a little different for us. But as a new player, it's just they teach you so much mm. um, just by simply running around doing things and leveling. Um, so I always tell people, read that stuff because you're going to know more than the people who skip it and you're going to be the ones teaching them that so i have a level six char revenant that has been level six for a very long time primarily because i have a steam link controller and i was intending on leveling her entirely in combat camera with a controller oh i have heard people saying that they have been able to get the steam like the Steam setup to work with some finagling for you control have to add play. Guild Wars 2 into Steam because it has to run through Steam in order to get the overlay for the controller to work. And it's it takes some getting used to. Uh, mostly, I want to level a Revenant because I have no idea what do on a Revenant because I max leveled my character with the uh, level 80 boost when those first came out. And... I think I ended up just having a stack of tomes in my bank, and before they even introduced the the automatic level 80 boost, and I just, I don't think I've leveled a character since the tomes were, were introduced, which I really just wish they would have a consume all on the right click for those. Um, I would, I would very much prefer that. I mean, it's it would great. like the server probably if everyone did that. <laughs> imagine, well, I mean, imagine they, like level eighty. Like I, I get wrong. they added to Miani. Like there's a tab on Miani by the Mystic Forge to just buy spirit shards with tone, and it includes your bank. So if you have a stack of them in your bank, you can just buy. For, you don't have to go pick them up and put them in your inventory. You can just buy spirit shards straight out. But like those and the like level 40 50 60 scrolls you get in the birthday packs i wish i could just use them on a level 80 character and get the shards but i think those are primarily the reason i haven't leveled another character yet which i think after i finally get back around to my 
my revenant, I might go back and create another mesmer because I also insta 80 my mesmer and I feel like mesmer is another one of those classes that you need the playtime on. Oh yeah. Just absolutely because of the design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good because we're getting towards this later on. Um okay, cool. Is it time for a PSA really quick? I will be right back one second. A PSA? Why was that? Yeah. Level a character from 1 to 80. <laughs> Do not boost if you're new to the game. Level a character 1 to 80. I cannot kid you the amount of people who get confused because they're new to Guild Wars 2 or an MMO in general. Use that level 80 boost that they get from the expansions and then they're like, what do? And I'm like, go back and level a character because I do not have 15 hours to teach you the things that you're going to learn by leveling that character because... Uh, my streams are going to get way too salty for you, first of all. Second of all, um, <laughs> it just, they do it so well inside the game. They teach you everything about equipment, equipment tiers, even even eventually towards the end, ecto and exotic armor and, and why it's important to get the runes and all that. That's all in that new player experience. So when people use that level 80 boost and they don't read the stuff, they just click through all the loot, that's it. That's what happens. They, they, they miss... They miss that experience of actually learning how to play the game, which makes it so much better because when you hit level 80, the entire world is going to open up to you and it's just go you're just going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be like, I don't know what to do. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And, and thank God for content creators uh, all over the place where you can go and ask them questions like I'm level 80. What do I do now? We have some answers. But the thing I ask now is, did you use a level the 80 game <laughs> from the beginning? You know, just delete it. Delete that character. I don't delete. I mean, yeah, don't delete the character. Delete just character. go start a warrior or a necro if you don't have one. They're the easiest to level up. They have high survivability. Just focus power um, and just read those boxes because Anet did a great job to go back and be like, wow, people really don't know how to play MMOs because Guild Wars 2 is so easy to get into, but it's hard to master. It's a very hard game to master. It's really easy to get to a, a point of laziness and comfort and stuff and be able to come in and do the things you want to do every day. But if you do want to play on a higher end, you're going to have to learn all the all this other stuff. You know, even though like break bars and stuff aren't in there, like they do teach you about combo fields and things like that. I believe it's in there now. So, like, it's important that you level a character if you're new to the game, even if you're an experienced MMO player. I really suggest 1 to 80, read the stuff, you will be satisfied. Mm. Yep, yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I have people ask me that all the time because it is a little misleading when you get that booster, right? And you're just like, oh, hey, well, great, perfect. I got the expansions. Let's do it. Um, but I always, always recommend to people, like, take one class through, save that booster so that you save yourself time when you decide to make another character down the road. <laughs> and so you and don't have to go into half forms. Yeah, like, Because <laughs> you will just, just quit it. the game. <laughs> and yeah, it's great it's because it gives you, like, that booster also allows you to, like, go into a sort of trial zone for a new class so you can test it out at 81st to see if you like it. Um, and then you can choose whether or not you want to consume that 80 boost, which... I think people also don't realize that That's you can kind of thing. do. That's so, like, thing. it's well worth it to pick up a class that catches your eye. Um, if you're worried about complexity, I mean, there are those sort of go-to ones that everybody always usually recommends. But, I mean, really, I would say, like, follow your heart, pick whatever calls to you, go through it. And then if you want to use that boost on something else or you find that the class that you sort of originally leveled isn't 
one that you really loved, go try out some of the other ones and then boost one, you know, like if you find that you enjoy it. Um, but it is so important just to kind of level through. And I think that goes for almost any MMO. Um, you see people all the time like, I hate this game. The story was terrible. And you're like, did you do the story? And they're like, I skipped it all. And you go, mm-hmm. or like, I hate this class. It makes no sense. And you're like, well, did you look into it and read the things and try some new weapons? And they're like, no. And you go, mm-hmm. like, just <laughs> give it a chance and let it kind of unfold. People, Rick, people. That's all I'm going to say. People. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just like, sometimes it's impatience, isn't it? I mean, sometimes people just want to immediately just click with a thing sometimes. And yeah. I think, I mean, sometimes that's that's okay. But I think, you know, you it's like anything in life, you know, unless you persevere, sometimes you're not going to be able to find that connection to a thing. I think it's, it's an important thing that people should try and think yeah, about. Yeah, give yourself sometimes. time. There's no rush. It's different. There's no know? rush. Sometimes people just want ease and comfort and... Those people get to miss out, unfortunately. Don't be that person, everyone. Don't be that person. Rook's point about skipping story, uh, that just reminded me, I heard a story about somebody who uh, said they they just hated Final Fantasy XIV, and then I was watching them, like, did you read the, like, story? No, I just clicked through all the dialogues. Oh, no, it doesn't let you. It basically bores you to tears while you're trying to play it. Yeah. From what I understand, he (laughs) just just kind of ignored you like can't he skip. either ignored yeah. it or skipped whenever he could mm. and it's just like how can you play a final fantasy game and <laughs> it's like... it it's it's probably i can i can talk it's, it's not a final fantasy 14 podcast but i can mention very quickly it can be kind of grueling and there's a lot of content creators that say that as well in the directory and there's a lot of people who say it on youtube as well and it's it kind of doesn't when a lot of people are saying it, people pick up on it. And even if you do enjoy it, it's still you still people still mention that it's grueling and it's like, well, when you get to this point, you know, it's really good. And it's like it's taken me four years. <laughs> and I still not got to that point. And I'm like, it's it's I'd still enjoy the the mechanics of the game and everything else, but it is very different to Guild Wars 2. It's very different. But some but people, you know, people actually do enjoy that story. Like you say, it's Final Fantasy. They do. Like, you know, Brooks Holden's her hand on. Like, <laughs> loves that stuff yeah. as well. There's nothing wrong with like, And that's good because, you know, things appeal to different people for sure. And, I mean, every MMO, like, there's this mentality that, like, all MMOs are one and the same. That, you know, if yes. you're looking for the best MMO that exists, and I get asked this all the time, and I get asked this about Guild Wars 2. We're talking oh, about I never get asked that question. Really? I get asked constantly. People will ask me all oh, the no, time. Oh, no, I'm being sarcastic. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I was like, yeah. Okay, you know, I definitely got asked that question. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. People will ask you all the time, and especially with all these new players coming into the game right now and talking about, like, our own new player experiences mm-hmm. and preconceived notions and things, right? People will ask, like, is this a good game? Should I play it? What's the best MMO? Or all these different things, right? Where when it comes down to it, every MMO has its own design philosophy. And I think that you need to give the game a chance for you to understand what that design philosophy is and where it shines. And I mean, that's something that's just important for everybody to know as you go into it. Um, Mm. You can't ever go into one game thinking it has to be a copy paste or should be X, Y, or Z. And especially for new players in Guild Wars 2, if you are coming from some of those more 
standardized MMOs. And when I say that, I just mean like MMOs that were heavily influenced by World of Warcraft's sort of um, design mentalities in the space, which is not bad at all. But I mean, it set a precedent for MMOs for a while. Um, you probably won't totally get Guild Wars at first if you come into it thinking that way, right? And that's not yeah. a bad thing. It's just something to anticipate. And the same thing goes for like 14 Story. 14 is unique as an MMO because they designed it to be on par with a single player narrative. So you have to kind of buckle in, go in, okay, this is a story that's being told continuously over a million hours. <laughs> like, and if you don't know that, you're going to go, what is this garbage when yeah. you come into it? So I always encourage people to keep an open mind, give a game time. And that is part of what, going back to our original statement, that's part of what that is about, right? Leveling a class from scratch from 1 to 80, or really having that first experience where you don't rush yourself and you say, you know what, I'll get caught up when I get caught up, but let me just dive into this game because you can get that great experience of really getting to know a game for what it does, what it does well, what you, know, you might want to see some improvement in, what makes it unique. There's so much to find with that um, that I think sometimes we forget, especially in an MMO setting where, you know, getting to endgame, doing the thing, getting the best gear, getting all the shinies, like getting every achievement. It becomes this drive. But sometimes if you just say to yourself, like, I'm just going to I'm going to hang out. I'm going to see what happens. Then you can really kind of meet <laughs> again. Where, you where is this accent come from? I've got to ask you. Like every single out. time, like you, you did, there's this accent and it's like, this is, what is that? What is that accent? That's my player voice. That's okay. my player voice. Right. <laughs> no. Can you do it again? What is that? It's that every time Jeb, you do it. Jeb, I went to acting school. You can't did hide you? being a theater. No. Yes, I did. Wow. Okay. I never knew that. Sorry. I'm changing the subject. <laughs> I just like finding out about people. That I did not know that. That's amazing. Okay. That um, actually comes out. It does. But yeah, like just give it time to be what it's going to be. And then figure it out from there. How to excel in it if it's something that speaks to you. There's no one perfect game, but there are things that can appeal to you in just about any game if you find them. Fair. Good points. I don't really have anything to add on. <laughs> I just, every time I is like, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Well, I there is Go. one thing she didn't mention. Find people to play with, too. Don't do the journey on your own. Go and find the people, you know, the friends and stuff, and be like, hey, this experience. Go and find is friends. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Pay uh, for it. gold. It's gold, right? 2,000 gold. Not, <laughs> is that how much you have to get? For friend? real. I have friends, <laughs> I think. This is like, yeah. Oh yeah, I am still friends with that guy. <laughs> Wait, I'm uh, what? <laughs> I live next but, door to them. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. A lot of people they go into these experiences alone and they sort of just feel alone, even though there are people in there. It's an MMO, of course. But if you go in with friends, you know, and stuff like that, it could make all the difference in how you learn and stuff because one person may be slower or faster and you could be like, aha. You know, it, it's that kind of experience that happens too. And I feel like Guild Wars 2 is one of the better games for that, just because just how easy it is to get into, but also just the complexity once you start getting into it too you can easily miss things and with some good friends or a big guild 
or small guild. It doesn't really matter. You can find a guild out there. Mm. Uh, you can learn all sorts of stuff you might be missing even after you hit level 80 or been playing for three years. And you join a guild and you're like, oh, what are you guys doing? Well, we're doing dungeons and people haven't done dungeons before. And you're like, well, I sort of skipped those because a lot of people skip those. And now you're doing dungeons and you realize, wow, I really like these. They're not that bad and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. Like, I think, you know, it, we'd all agree probably, wouldn't we? Like, I was definitely in a bigger, I was in a big, because I wasn't content creating at all. So, you know, I was, I was like working and I, being a guild officer was like a thing. Like, it was a proper role and I took it very seriously. And, you know, we had a website and, you know, I was well respected and as like a kind of almost semi leader when the leader wasn't there. And, and leading like world v world raids like back in the day when it was actually like very competitive and very very busy um and it was just like awesome so good like there was some stuff within there which like no game had had like guild experience wise the guild and then the guild quest came along i know all that kind of stuff needs a little bit of updating obviously now but there's very there is very good systems as a player new player coming in that enable you to f- get into groups, to team up with other people, to talk to people. And it's not always easy to go and find these people if you're just playing an MMO for the first time. So if you do, like Angry Zorik says, like you you kind of do want to experience a new MMO, it's re- it is really good to just jump in even just with one person. That you know, even if you're like just someone you know plays another game, another MMO, and or just like, you know, fancy card play some Guild Wars 2, it's free pretty much i mean you know you can actually do that like it is literally free if you want to play the base game um and get used to it which is you know not many games let you do that as well so you know well um nowadays more so than not but i guess there's not like 14 you can't play for free unless it's a trial right you can't yeah and a lot of the ones that are free to play, the quality is is not on par. I mean, I'm going to be totally real with yeah. with Guild Wars 2, having played a lot of those other free to play options. Um, and I mean, a lot of people talking in the chat about like how do we connect, how do we do all these things. That's like a whole nother a whole nother topic you could talk about. I but could do a podcast on that if you want. You could, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many ways. Don't to get be a connected dick. Is a good people. one. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Is a good starting point. Um, there's so many ways to get into it but i mean yeah i can speak to that i learned so much about this game even being a veteran mmo player from the community like my community even to this day like i ask them all the time like i ask our mods our guides our um, community members like if i don't know something i'm like hey i do not know this and i acknowledge that i probably don't know everything there is to know about the game but that collectively we all have the knowledge between Mm. us so it's amazing how sometimes if you just like put yourself out there a little bit um, in this community or in this space, or yeah, you invite some friends who maybe can't afford other games, but might be looking for something or, I mean, maybe they play a million MMOs, but you want to really like share with them what makes this game special to you, or you look for a community to get involved with or a mm-hmm. guild that's already established. Like, it's amazing how willing the Guild Wars 2 community is to share that and like, when I was talking about my new player experience where I wasn't totally sure what the game was all about at the start, like those people around me really like our community and the people I met through it. And even like Zorik and everyone and you Jeb, like it was unbelievable to me how much the passion of other people Mm. really carried me through to a point where I went, Oh my gosh, I see now I get it. I got you. And I I've loved it ever since. And I'm so grateful to everyone who was a part of that. 
That's awesome. That is good to know. It's good to know. I mean, it's it's actually quite different. I've had some different experiences. I'm not going to talk about that actually. Um, <laughs> but but that is really really good and really important. I, what I was going to say about uh, ask my fanist about your friend, like you started playing with recently. Was it recently you started leveling with a friend? Uh, two or three days ago. Yes. Oh, there you go. Um, is how are they finding the the new kind of experiences of Guild Wars Two? Like, are they? Is there anything they kind of? I mean, they're obviously going to probably ask you questions and stuff, but is it like, is are they finding it quite easy to get along with Guild Wars 2 as a new player? Or um, He hasn't said anything that he's having any issues. Uh, I think the only thing I we actually had to explain to him was the slash wiki, which I don't think is mentioned in any of the text. No, that's true, true. And that is... Uh, far and beyond the best addition to an MMO I think I've ever Mm, there isn't many get there is a few that do that not many though i mean i know secret world did it in the game as far as i remember i think any other game i don't think actually maybe chat knows or if you guys know but yeah if that's it jesus (laughs) the guild wars 2 is the only one that i'm familiar with i think Warcraft had add-ons that would link you to, like, the the WoW to WoWDB or to um, what was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what um, icy veins or something. Icy veins. Uh, then there was another one, another website. But like, you you would have to download the add-on, which means you already knew that website existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. And there was not really any going on to But I mean, there's probably not a better wiki for a game out there. Guild Wars 2's is pretty in-depth in the last couple of years. It's gotten ridiculously in-depth. If you have any questions about the game, or even tutorials or YouTube videos, they have stuff linked in there. So like, if you're trying to do, as we mentioned earlier today, Chalice of Tears, there are guides and stuff that they link to from the wiki so you can slash wiki chalice of tears and i don't know if it's embedded inside of the wiki yet but they started doing that too so instead of having to go to even a third party website now it's right Mm -hmm. there on the wiki so if you just get stuck slash wiki whatever you're doing and you'll probably find the answer i was uh there's a button that they added to the right underneath like the little blurb that they have, like if it's for items, the trading post information and everything. Yeah. There's a search YouTube for this, and you just click the link and it goes straight to a YouTube. It's awesome. And, and I did that, That's and it was amazing. just like giant list of, hey, here's how you get through Chalice of Tears. And I want to say there's probably like, there, there's a lot of videos for getting through Chalice of Tears. And probably I think I ended up clicking on Dolphies anyway, but I think that was more familiarity yeah. than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge tool. It's a huge tool. And uh, there's kind of this stigma around like, we'll just go Google it or wiki it or, you know, but like in Guild Wars 2, that is such a big thing, especially if nobody's around to know that backslash wiki. And I didn't know that either until people told me, which is a good point. Um, I know I've also had a lot of people recently mention that the single players like story instances, if you're trying to go through it by yourself, can be kind of daunting to new players. Um, my husband just went through the game probably, uh, I might be close to a year ago now or so. 
And there were some nights where he would come out of the room and he would be like, I have been trying to kill Mordromoth for like 500 hours and I cannot get through this stupid instance. And I mean, that's kind of like a design mentality difference because I mean, the original Guild Wars, you could, you go through with a party, obviously, and you complete stuff and like having a party with you in those instances can be helpful. But um, it is like, I do wonder how many new players kind of struggle with that because mm. I have heard people say they get really frustrated and they stop. And I'm usually like, oh, ask for help at that point or see if you can get some veterans in to, to help you through it. Um, but I mean, it would be, I would be interested if sometime down the road, and I don't know if they'll ever do this, they put something in like a set your difficulty kind of thing that you can do for those because um, we did just get that recently, very recently, in 14, and it's been really well received. So I'm curious if, like, huh. that might help new players, or if we think, like, I mean, you everybody can weigh in. Like, if you think that by doing that, we will lose out on some of the teaching opportunities that do exist in the game, and some of, like, the inherent challenge of the game that you have to overcome mm. as a player. I don't know. It's the, it's the, that's the thing, that you bring up a good point, because, I mean, that's really, I didn't know they'd done that in Final Fantasy fourteen. How, since what... What content is that for? Is that base game to up to wherever? Or? Yeah, they just put it in. So um, they kind of snuck it in with a patch, like two patches ago or so. And if you right. like fail a story instance or like a class quest or something the first time, now when you go into it the next time, it'll say, do you want to change the difficulty to easy, medium, hard? And I like huh. nobody realized this was happening until suddenly everybody was going, wait, did you get a prompt about that? And then everybody else was asking. So I think it's part of how they've overhauled stuff in preparation hmm. for this condensing of the main story. Okay. That's really, that's fucking awesome, really. I mean, <laughs> that is amazing, to be fair. Do you get anything extra for it if you do it on hard? You do not, which would be really cool. Oh, man. Like, that would be the next that's step. That's like the reason to do it. <laughs> Other than making it easier for people. But, like, who cares about them? Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that they should definitely, they've missed, they've missed an opportunity there, obviously. Um, damn. Okay, I guess it's like, what do we give them kind of thing? And maybe it's, uh, but it's a precursor. Like, I mean, not many games do that at all. There are none. Um, I think Guild Wars 2, I don't know. I mean, chat, maybe you can talk about your experiences. Your husband's pretty, pretty new to the game, like it's still, and just getting used to it. I think, you know, for what, for what that, that experience as well, it probably would be quite difficult. Yes. Going through it on your own. If you're a newer player, absolutely. I think if you're a vet kind of going through, I think it has got a little bit more complicated, but I always judge story, um, on the fact that, you know, you're not supposed to struggle with it and like there should be a certain amount of ease or way to get through it without where you can feel a little bit challenged and there's some mechanics and stuff but it's not too crazy um if you're you know you've been playing for a fair while and you know what you're doing you know um i, I think that you know the essence of the, you're trying to tell a story still but then then challenges like what else you bring along with that and if, if not if nothing comes with that story that is challenging maybe or is different or something you can farm or whatever then that's where the complaints and upsetness kind of upsetness um, yeah that's a word i think i don't know um it's, i'll just make it um <laughs> that's what i do here um <laughs> then yeah i don't know it's it's an interesting one i think there's many different ideas and, and opinions but i'm gonna move on um 
Did I ask everyone that question? I don't even know what question we're on. I think we're just we're just going through discussion points now. Um, I was going to ask actually, uh, and that's actually a good point. Do you think it's? I mean, my friend is maybe, and because I think Rook's kind of spoken about this a little bit, maybe with her, with her husband as well. But like Zorik and my friend, do you think that it's easy for new players to understand Guild Wars Two is maybe a new? We've we've kind of talked about all this already as an MMO in like in 2020, and it's like you know, is it still appealing to people? Like you know, is it forward thinking? Is it you know? innovative is it still doing things which can apply to people who might want to play the game so there might be i'm just going to call this new player this is what this top pod, this podcast episode is going to be called i was going to call it new player experience i haven't really talked about it that much it's just new player like whatever like you know i mean malfellas maybe like you want to say something about that in t- 2020 is guild wars 2 a viable option it's a bit certainly open that question but, you know <laughs> well, i mean people still play you know baseline everquest so take that as you will um but that's like but, that's like got some stuff which is just appeals to people forever like there are definitely right. games that have died like, you know wild there, star there and certain... all these other things hashtag poor wild star mm. um that was i think Guild Wars 2 as an MMO kind of has a a slot to itself in that the action combat style it's not I kind of want to say it's kind of in between full action combat and tab targeting because you can tab target like or you oh, can no, just it's absolutely yeah. not target you could you can ignore targeting completely and just you know use combat camera stuff like that um and I think the bigger deal is you are not locked to a class for it. Like, to use World of Warcraft as an example, because it's really easy to poke fun at the, the biggest name in the game. Um, if you choose, say, which was my class, um, you have a tank spec, a DPS spec. And which a class? Sorry, your mic just took car oh, when sorry. you said the actual class. Um, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was a paladin main, and I am still the... Uh, paladin moderator on MMO Champion, so like ah, I'm still okay. pretty into the class. Um, you only have one way to tank, one way to heal, and one way to do DP. Your class design necessitates the stats that you need, along with the way that you. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Guild Wars Two, you can choose the way you want to play, then put on the gear that supports the way you. Play with the class that you like playing. Yeah. I can do a if I want to do condi damage, I have I don't think there's a single class that doesn't have a a, a condi damage spec. I'm certainly there are ones that are far better at it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the best. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Necromancer no. and Mirage are There is there is literally no class it, that but... where you can't do condition damage. No. Right, but there there's and then even support uh, what are, what uh, what are you doing? Are you outputting healing? Are you outputting boons? Are you outputting CC? Uh, it's it, you really have a lot of options for a given class. So I think that's the flexibility that keeps Guild Wars Two being accessible and approachable. 
Boon Thief completed the support spectrum. Okay. I, I wouldn't know because I haven't really... Uh, Thief I mean, is probably Thief, my third can, least played character. It depends what you like. It, and, you know, there's things like you've got AoE stealth for resing and stuff like that. It depends what you class support as as well. So, you know, right. that is definitely... There are there are roles there for everything. I mean, I've made... And then a even on top of that, you've got, you've got three different game modes to play in... Yeah. PVE, which is further subdivided into open world, fractals and dungeons, and I'm lumping those together because it's five-man content, and then and yes, I know fractals and dungeons are incredibly different in the level of difficulty and, and investment, but five-man content, ten-man content, open world stuff. Um, WW is... I had never played anything like it before Guild Wars 2. And just the seeing the giant groups of people fighting and knowing that what what is it it's a hundred player cap per route uh, per world on a map i can't remember it's like 100 or 150 so you could have like 300 to 450 people all on like literally the same place fighting and it's just it kind of appealed to me in a in that part of my mind that enjoyed the giant space battles from eve online we were talking about that in the pre-show, and um, Rook gave me a face when I said I used to play that. And Judgment. I, well, it wasn't Judgment. It was just like, oh, yes, that spreadsheet game. Judgment. <laughs> no. I admire it, but it's very arduous. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Uh, I, I Going back to Guild Wars 2, I really do think that, like, the flexibility of player options... I think is what makes it a... granted the breadth of player options can make it a little daunting, mm. but that's why I look at people and say, pick one class and then mess with that. Been out for years though. I think it's the expectation, if the game wasn't intricate and slightly detailed, I don't think, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have kept people. I've, I hope, I hope that when people start a brand new MMO, that's the thing though. If you're not an MMORPG player and you don't know the genre, like it's it would be like what the flip like all the time and just like what is this because you know it's quite unique in that um respect very good points very good points i wonder zorik how you feel maybe as well about like the whole you know guild wars 2 relevance now because like like my friend says there's so many there are these unique pointers for for guild wars 2 you know and i think combat is still you know, probably the best thing about the game. Like, for me, sorry. Um, I, I agree that combat is probably the best thing about the game, but... You can't have I your feel, own opinion. You are allowed. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to expand on that, because as great as the combat is, it's a double-edged Stalking sword people is for better, the player. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that. Being Batman is better. Um, Being Batman, yeah, sorry. But, like... Oh no, I lost my train. No, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's my fault. Combat, I keep doing that to you. <laughs> uh, 
combat itself uh, is great, the action combat and things like that. But the problem with Guild Wars 2, it, well, not so much, because as of right now, the way the company is moving things, I really feel like the game is getting more into the groove of how MMOs attract players, in a sense, and right. get them more invested. And that was missing in the past, especially for veterans who feel like like strike missions or something new. But they're not all hard, and they're not all easy. It's it, they're, they're trying things to sort of step players up into a direction but that's the double-edged sword when you start playing guild wars 2 is it viable and relevant in 2020 yes and if it's like other mmos you're going to get to a point where your build isn't going to work anymore you're going to get to a point where you're going to have to start taking something more meta and a lot of players that get into guild wars 2 they may be uh too casual maybe a little too lax with the game to sort of want to do that because they've enjoyed the story so far but once they get to the expansion stuff that stuff gets tough and if you're not able to get through it in a way you're going to have to change the way you play and that's really hard to say when the game was built on play the way you want however that was just not true they should have never said that way they should have said play the direction we're giving you because it's more obvious nowadays what they want us to play and how to play it versus at the beginning of the game we just didn't know better and we were like oh yeah condi necro was probably one of the worst things you could have done at the beginning of the game but people still did it because it worked away from world bosses but then when you got to world boss you couldn't even get credit for the fight or whatever and now today you can so they do expand on that but there is a dps condi build there is now a support condi build on the same class on the mm. same elite spec and so what ended up happening with guild wars 2 it was play the way you want and now when i get players coming back they're like man i'm really struggling with this game i don't remember it being this hard it's like it's time to change you have to start building a new build getting different armor um the stuff just doesn't work the same way the traits have changed so many times and so um, oh yeah i think that's what keeps the game interesting but a lot of times when players get to a certain point they're just going to say it's too hard or i don't understand this and then that's where their experience ends with the game but as a new player you should be learning things and keep learning after you hit level 80 and keep learning when you get to raids and keep learning that's that's all mmos and guild wars 2 is right there with them it can give us some really tough stuff to play it can challenge the players but it's up to the players themselves unlike other mmos where this boss is like man they did some math you better have this this and this and guild wars 2 it comes down to the player do you have the right spec do you stand on the right place do you know when to dodge do you know when to do these things that we have given you and that's what they're testing us on and we see it more in strike missions than even raids now do you understand what this boss is doing have you learned the things you've you needed to learn to do this experience. And I think the only other MMO I've seen really do that, WoW sort of does it, but they're really math heavy. You better have your armor, you better have your stuff. And Final Fantasy XIV, you can get away with some stuff too. Um, and it's a, especially in Final Fantasy XIV, it's don't stand there. That's why the marker's there. Get out of the way, right? And, I, and as I watch streamers do it, I've never played the game. So again, I'm, this is all what I've just observed. If you, do, if you don't stand there, and Guild Wars 2, you can stand in some of those AoEs if you know when to dodge and that's what's important and it's those little things that make players either enjoy the game completely or 
burn out because they're so busy trying to learn it and they're trying to force themselves to learn it. They don't get it. So Guild Wars 2 is just in that place where it's like, I would love to say it's as great as Final Fantasy XIV's combat, but it's not the same. And I would love to say it's as easy as another MMO's combat that's free to play, you know, but it's it's not. It's it's this own thing that continues to shift and change. When they did the last balance patch for PvP, it just completely changed the game. You go into World versus World now, you see tanky people in there. They just don't go down. And before it was just full offense, you know, you just you just slam them as hard as they can and you hope that wall falls. And that's just it. And that's that's less than a year. We're talking six months' time here, and the game has shifted completely in competitive mode. So I as a game in 2020 it is a game since 2012 that just continues its experience changes based on the year you're in based on the patch you're in but as an and as a new player coming in you don't have to catch up some of that stuff you don't have to learn what the build is you don't have to learn what works in this boss and you don't have to spend too much time trying to figure out well where can I get a group for this there are groups ready to go today and so it's great, but at the same time, it also can be daunting for for those players. But I still suggest people play it because you can you can put it down at any time. You don't have to keep playing it if you if you feel like you're not getting anywhere. That's what's great about Guild Wars Two as well. This game is amazing. The more I talk about it, it's like I might go play some Guild Wars Two soon. <laughs> I should I'm already loading it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I, I am, but that was just to show the the thing you're Um. <laughs> I mean, I, is there anything you want to add, add to to what these guys have said? But Chess, I mean, you kind of talked about it before, but just like, is there, you know, 2020, is there anything you, you need to add to, you know, Guild Wars 2 is definitely a game you should check, check out in 2020 if you haven't. And, you know, maybe, I mean, you've, you've said quite a lot about it already. I don't know if there's yeah. anything else we need to add, but... I mean, I haven't. I think both of you covered it really well. Um, I think the evolution of Guild Wars 2 is what has made it so exciting to me. Um, other MMOs maybe, you know, maybe over the course of their development, they had a more rigid structure that they completely adhere to. And so you always know what to expect. and You always know what you're going to get. But with Guild Wars 2, I think we have seen a team that's willing to grow the game and change the game and do things that are pushing it forward. So, yeah, I think it's more than more relevant than ever in 2020. And I think they are rising to meet what players in 2020 want and need. And mm. I'm so excited that we have this X-Pack on the horizon um, because a big thing I feel like they've been working on this past year has been the way that they communicate their own process to the player base. And, like, even just getting this picture, getting this information, getting these blog posts, these updates, we can see more and more the reflection that they care. Yes. Yes. Like, and we can visibly as a community know a little bit better what to anticipate. So I think they are just growing and taking off and that, like, like both of you said, I mean, we don't need to say any more than that. It's, it's definitely a game that is looking forward and I think has only gotten better over time. Oh, damn it. And the other thing uh, with that, as we keep talking about Guild Wars 2, we keep touching on these other MMOs. Guild Wars 2 is one of those MMOs that's sort of like, it's that thing you can go do when you're tired of your other MMO, or it's just part of your rotation. Oh, Guild Wars 2 has new update. I'm going to go play that in Final Fantasy 14. But that's just it. We've talked about WoW and Final Fantasy 14 and ESO. We, as 
uh, well, not really me. I don't play many MMOs, but Guild Wars 2. But um, it, it's just that we don't just stick to one MMO anymore. And Guild Wars 2 is just a nice MMO that you don't have to be there every day to get the most out of it either. Like when a new story comes or whatever, take your build, go see what happens and stuff like that. And, and that's what's nice about it. You can pick it up and put it down. While other MMOs, you know, with subscription cost, you may be feeling like I have to go play this and things like that. But I just don't think that's the new age of MMOs. And I think mm-hmm. that's why we're seeing a shift in all the MMOs about how to get new players more streamlined into the experience versus like, oh, this is just our MMO. MMO. We're sticking to our guns. We know what we're doing. You don't see that. Even WoW went back to vanilla because it gives a chance for everybody else to jump on board but killers too you know if i really hope they keep expanding on the new player experience because it only will push the industry itself too because i really feel like these other companies are sort of eyeing guild wars 2 and being like what are they doing over there why do they keep getting new players type of thing because that's what guild wars 2 is good at bringing in new players it's weird well it's it i mean it's it's that whole from being able to play for free as well which i think is just you know, if they didn't, when did they bring that in? Heart Fawns, wasn't it? Um, was it Heart Fawns? Uh, I think so. I want to say Heart Fawns. I remember. Um, but that was that was like a really like if they didn't do that, I think I think we'd be in a completely different place. I really do. Like because that has helped so many people just to get in and be like, where was this game? Like where where has it been? Like, and I think that's a big question that people ask when they start playing this game. I really genuinely still think this because they have, and like what Rick said is like, is like completely true as well. And, you know, this might be going to the realms of other conversations, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. Um, but uh, the fact that, you know, there has been, and then this is, this is my kind of thought on it as well, which I've just kind of come up with my in my head. I, I guess I see last year, january um or last year when when you know the whole people let go kind of thing and you know that everything over the last years changed you know um z's gone now as well um we don't really know much about the new person who's like generally um who's who's in the new position now we don't know where i don't think we really know what's going on a lot in the top end of things like you know director management you know game design leads like who who's doing what right now i mean you can go and find this information out but in a way in the last year i feel like and i, I think this is fun to say um arena has almost come up with this like phoenix from the ashes kind of thing because a year ago it was in trouble like it has been in trouble like literally in trouble because people were losing their jobs like people it was like going it was not doing great that's just the way it was um and i feel like it was like that and not very soon after path of fire as well you know the pvp scene kind of died um you know there was no more competitive there and i'm not saying that was driving the game at all um but you know there was more time between updates you know pax west it was exciting. It was cool um, if you were there, and I'm pretty sure I'm sure some people were excited, but it wasn't the massive thing that everyone was looking forward to. It was just like, oh, okay, cool, and there wasn't a massive amount of information. I'm talking about. I can only speak about my own experience and what other people have said from theirs. Of course, other people may feel differently, and that's fine. Um, and then all of a sudden, like you know, like Rick said, you know, there's this expansion, the hope of an expansion, even just. The- 
two lines and a picture of whatever how many lines it was depending on how big you look at your browser um or if you're on your phone it's important you know the marketing was a bit was a lot different from Harfons to to what it's been up until i would say the end of last year um you know there was there's big changes like hopefully occurring now where they will give us these things where we were like damn the shit going down there's gonna be a bloody expansion man and like there's literally like at the end of every podcast and we're gonna start talking about that quite soon i think actually as well actually we've run out we're running out of time um is that you know there's an expansion there's all this stuff to talk about elite specializations maps story loads of new stuff that they keep doing there's new there's new technology new tech that they're coming up with all the time you know pvp balance like zorik said as well has been completely changed um and you know i think that a lot of it isn't to do with new staff as well like new people going into new positions um people go- going out of the company now and i think that allows for growth like it allows for change and oh my god i'm so bringing this up perfect i'm do i'm a i'm literally training in school to be a mental health counselor and right now i am learning about crisis counseling and the biggest thing that can happen from a crisis is that you become resilient and that you go forward and you grow and you become better from it and that is exactly what i believe ArenaNet have done in the last year they are going through this massive crisis they went through this big thing and you can you either there's one of two things that can happen you can either completely fall down or you will literally be successful and it's and i feel like it's that sorry to get deep and meaningful but it's, it's a good analogy i think <laughs> you know it's a good thing it's true i mean it makes some sense and i think it's really good that it's happening and i hope that they capitalize off it i really do um and i think you know with the with so many new people coming in i really do think that there's there's a certain buzz about the game right now and um i just hope it continues i guess there's my more positive buzz about the game because for a while there there was a lot of negativity towards the game because it just didn't it felt stagnant and it just felt like a more of the same and now we have a lot of positivity a lot of players saying wow this is getting better and things like that and that's what that's what i was looking for i i was tired of some of that negativity and it's just great to see that maybe we know that (laughs) (laughs) maybe that is the reason why these players are getting attracted to they're seeing all this positive talk and these content creators being like oh they're coming out with an expansion i'm ready for this my life is changing and things like that and I think one of the reasons why we're seeing so much of this too is that I'm not saying the the leadership was bad or the devs were bad. I think what happened is that sort of the experience of those devs might have been getting in the way of just other people stepping up. And I really do wonder, it would be great to see a study on companies and how this stuff works. Like the devs themselves, when you're dev lead gets fired or laid off or whatever it is it's always interesting to see who steps up and says we're doing this this is how we're going to have to change things i really wonder who those devs were because i think that's what mattered when those devs go i want that position i i i can bring something new to the table that will definitely uh excite people then when you start seeing those devs start talking more you start seeing the players get more positive it's just 
those are the people you want to you want to know what they're doing but at the same time i don't want to know who's doing it because i feel like that puts a target on them and i'd rather them expend that energy keeping those devs talking keeping the players positive and keeping the the new experiences coming to us so like the tutorial thing for the new players to sort of bring this back to new players that that could not have been like one of the old devs who thought of that that had to be someone coming in saying hey i've recently played guild wars 2 Mm. or something or they're looking at and be like i bet we can expand on this further to bring people back and sort of show like you know those those opening starter zones they can be more fun than this and things like that and that's what i'm looking forward to what else are they going to do um even from the new player experience or uh anywhere else in the game to sort of just be like hey are we getting enough out of this part of the game mm. and it, it's just going to be great if you're a new player coming in you don't have to deal with all the jadedness and from the past you get to experience this new thing and that's what i'm all about i want new players to get the best guild wars 2 experience possible as a player of the game a veteran you had to wait to it for living story season one and all the grind there and and then we got living season story two and, and we're we're just waiting it was a lot of hurry up and wait or you know you only had amount of time to do something thing to you know world versus world got stale pvp just sort of it just went off the rails after path of fire with these new elite specs balance was missing things like that they don't have to experience that now if you come into the game now you get a more balanced pvp experience you get uh, this uptick in world versus world population you get now this tutorial system with the new player experience that Mm. i never got to experience i get to go back as a vet but i'm still jaded because Mm. they didn't fix the pickup thing from a long time ago on my warrior and so now i'm just sitting there trying to hit f to try to pick something up and it's not working and i'm still jaded about that but as a new player you don't have to experience that frustration or anything like that and i think that's what's great about this this revitalization from anet and i think it's important to note too and this is just like a little side note right every single mmo having played a ton of them myself right um and i think most of us have every single mmo has its up like ups and downs in the patch cycle it's just Mm -hmm. the nature of like a long-running game that has different periods of development different teams that shift and work on it i mean at the same time that a lot of the layoffs happened at arena net we also saw massive layoffs elsewhere in the industry and with world of warcraft yeah like so it's one of those things where like especially if you're a new player and maybe you're listening to this for the first time i wouldn't necessarily ever think like oh because maybe some of the veteran players can remember these times where things were kind of confusing or iffy that like it's something that's just intrinsic to guild wars 2 it's intrinsic to mmos in general what matters is how the game continues to develop over time and how like the response is to those periods where things maybe were not perfect or we're not balanced or we're not and i mean this has happened in literally every mmo i've ever played so um i think it's really great like you were saying jeb to see them coming out of this and now for all of us to be able to look forward to um i think this revitalization in like the creativity of guild wars and the way that it has obviously decided to like define itself in the mmo market and what it wants to bring to the table and i think we can all agree that we're starting to like feel very distinctly that there is this there is more focus to that now and it Mm -hmm. does seem like it is heading somewhere which is really great um because i mean every game will develop and change but i think guild wars 2 has shown that it continues to grow and respond over time which is really what you're looking for in an MMO. Um, so it's it's very hopeful, honestly. Cool. It completely. It's like 
I think we've, yeah, we've definitely said this enough, right? We? <laughs> We're positive for the future. Absolutely. Um, it, it is, and, and Rook actually takes us in a great, great way of thinking about the future. And also, like, I mean, I, I, before we actually, actually, before we go there, I wanted to ask each of you first, um, if you could give a piece of advice to a new player. Um, and I don't know if someone wants to take a jab at this first. If you're, like, for a new player, yeah. if you could give a piece of advice specifically, and, you know, I mean, we talked about the boost earlier. Um, what do you reckon it would be? Um, like, and you've got some bits on, on the document. You can have a look if you want. You don't need to. Um, what <laughs> advice so- would you give? Like, you know, if someone says, okay, maybe I can actually ask you individually each question. Oh, no, 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 let's not do that. Um, what advice would you give a new player if they ask you a question for, like, example, what's the best DPS class? Because no one asked that question. Oh my Ever. god, I hate that question. What's the best? <laughs> I, I have to like, go. I have to do that. I didn't put it on the document. I'm like, going to ask this question. That goes back to me saying earlier, this is like every class has a way to do everything. And it's just like, just just pick the, the aesthetic that you like. And well, if I want to really play the punish- best DPS class, what, what's the best DPS class? Because they're going to keep gonna asking be- you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's what's best for you. And you can't say that more more than you already do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the idea is is that all classes, you know, should have something that you can accomplish with them. But whenever people ask me that, I always say to them, like, what's your play style? Well, we do all probably like- do what my fans did, which is put our head in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, there's Even never going to be one set answer. There just won't be. But, like, do you like doing damage over time then look for a class that has a strong condi do you like minion management do you like being up close do you like being ranged do you like i mean there's so many different little details that go into that so really when it comes down to it you are the one that will determine what that class is and your own flow and skills and things will but depending on the specific content you want to get into that's when you look elsewhere right if you want to do rating if you want to do pvp if you want to do world versus world that's when you go and you look at things like snow crows or other sites that might help you because then you can take a look at what might be needed or might be setting precedent in that type of content but for most players that are not like gearing towards something specifically do whatever you want and whatever's fun and then that's where you go yeah identify what you want and then look for a class that seems like it suits that a little bit of new yorker there i like it <laughs> i was gonna say yeah it's like i'm not sure but thank you for picking up on the new york part yeah, no, absolutely, um, yeah. My fun is. My, my number one piece of advice, and people were saying, you know, watching me die inside as I facepalm, no, no, this is worse. Read your Goram tooltips. That's all you got to do. Just for the love of God, read your tooltips, because we all know the rangers that hit longbow four on cooldown. <laughs> <laughs> that all that all that AOE that's all lined up for the elite that you know doesn't have a break bar and it just gets and then we all die a little inside. If you're a new player and it doesn't you don't know what tooltip is, there you go. Uh when you hover over your over your over your abilities or read what your abilities do, 
And what the can what they actually um, can do, whether or not they can give you buffs, which are boons in Guild Wars Two, whether or not they can, you know, give you good AOE or area of effect damage, whether or not they do different things, because and it's worth looking up all these things. What are boons? What are what is condition damage? What helps? What is a break bar? You know, and and there is a lot to learn. Um, there is definitely it's definitely worth reading your your ability. Like I've been making build videos for God, six years maybe, maybe six, maybe five, something like that. And I still tooltips change all the time, and I'm still every every single video I will read over every single trait in depth and every single ability in depth that I use and I think is useful because it changes a lot and also. It's just good to remind yourself about these things. It is important. Like, know your class. Know your build. Have a look at resources like uh, the chest, like Rick said. Um, it's so important. Well, like, even on top of that, it, the tooltip system in Guild Wars 2 is wonderful. Yeah, because you take a trait, you have, a, you, you have, like, a power boosting food, the numbers change. The dynamic tooltips in Guild Wars 2 are the best tooltips of any MMO I have ever played. Mm -hmm. You take it, you can like set a trait, go to like, say you take a, a weapon trait for whatever class or spec you're doing. You can immediately see everything update as you change that trait. You can see in blue all of the added effects. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so, it, they, they try and give you all of the information that you could possibly need, but you can lead a horse to water etc etc <laughs> well this is it i mean and this is just like you know um and if you're listening to this you're a new new player and you're like oh god these guys are assholes um <laughs> we're not we're just trying to help you um <laughs> i'm just a little jaded i'm 31 years old and i've been playing mmos for most of my adult life there are some things that get exhausting after a while <laughs> i'm 38 kiss my ass <laughs> i've been doing this for a long time as well god damn it this is how I have no hair, okay? This is part of the reasoning. All right, and that's since I was 20, okay? World of Warcraft came out during my final year of university. How did that go? Don't ask. <laughs> Just don't. Um, <laughs> no, very good. It's very important for to, to pay attention to, you know, what you're using, abilities and stuff like that. Because if you're not using things effectively, you're not going to find out the... The potential of your class, potential of what you can do. Um, Zarkiv, is there, is there anything you want to add? Oh, absolutely. Uh -huh. um, that, that's great. That's great advice. And with that advice, my one piece of advice is take your time and listen. Both of those little things right there. So I guess it's two pieces of advice. But you... If you take your time, you're going to pick up on things. If you take your time uh, and, and just read what's there, like the tooltips, there is no rush. You're not rushing towards anything but ruining your own experience if you rush. You can't catch up to a veteran who's been playing for seven years. We're just going to have more AP. We're going to have more experience. It's just not going to happen the same. So you might as well enjoy it. Take your time. Don't worry about not being level 80 don't worry about not having all your crafting professions done there are ways to do that later just enjoy the game as it is because once you do that stuff you'll never give it back 
you'll mm. never you'll never get that back you'll never get that experience that fun and when you listen to the people around you you're going to not make the same mistakes they do hopefully especially if someone else asks a question uh in a level 80 zone when you get there and then someone answers it as long as you read that or you listen to the people in your discord or whatever in your guild you you will you will get to the same point as everyone else and so there's no reason to try to just bullhead your way through this game because five minutes of guild wars 2 it's five minutes in guild wars 2 yeah you can put in more effort yeah you can be more efficient but at the end of the day did you enjoy it and that's what's important that's that's always my advice take your time just chill man it's all good you know it's like, literally i can't say that to some people and if you do really want to find out that dps class you know that if you that is the main question most people will ask they'll be like what is the best deep damage class i want to know what does the most damage like Rick said, literally, you could probably Google it and there'll be my best DPS, the best DPS class in Guild Wars 2. And you can literally, if you really have to, there probably will be someone who's made a video that says the best DPS class in Guild Wars 2. And then continues to judge it and try and make some opinions of your own. But I will guarantee you, if you go and find some DPS build that literally just does not do much and it's easy, you will lose whole essence of the game of like learning it and finding out what these different things do because you'll just be finding off someone else um and i think that's the part of the beauty for every well for a lot of people i don't want to talk for people um of the game is that you know finding out these things yourself is just so damn rewarding and of course getting advice off people and guides are useful and good to do uh, good to look at but you know at, at the end of the day when something clicks and you've learned it yourself it's so rewarding and it's the same in anything in life really to be fair if we're honest <laughs> it's not really guild or sue advice that's just life um but yeah it's 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 pretty damn pretty damn awesome um okay if there's if is there anything else you guys want to add about a new player that you think would be useful um or Anything at all you want to mention now would be a time because otherwise I'm going to ask you guys about um, something to do with the expansion. My friend, this has got his hand up. Just one thing. Um, <laughs> while leveling, probably focus on gear that's power based because I feel like the small amounts of Condi damage you can get, and without a lot of the support of having all of the skills of a build or all of the traits of a build, Condi specs tend to be. A lot more setup oriented so you need the right traits and the right skills slotted mm. on top of having the right gear to be to have any kind of sense of power yeah. i guess so and it, it's and since as you're leveling you know things in the base game don't have the health of stuff in like path of fire or hard four. so you're con like for somebody in equivalent gear like level 40 with condi and power the power player is going to be able to mow through stuff a lot faster so yeah, and, and somebody in chat brings up, you know, objects that don't bleed, which they, they've been doing a better job at introducing, you know, things that aren't living entities that can take condies. And they're also bringing other things back from vanilla that can't take conditions. And as a condy-based firebrand, I really find myself crying a little bit inside every time I see something that can't be burnt. <laughs> that's true at the end of the day everything can burn with fire other than water which technically you can do 
in a moment, <laughs> if you think about it. Anyway, <laughs> before I talk more utter bullshit, um, <laughs> better chance, did you, Brooke, sorry, did you want to say something? You looked, like, you looked uh, pensive for a moment. You might... I was thinking, I was thinking about it. I mean, I think just to build a little bit further off of what Zork said, um, and, and what we all said about reading things or tool tips or looking into the stuff that you're doing and kind of having that experience. Um, it's important to know, like we kind of have already touched on, but Guild Wars 2 is very different. And this goes for every piece of content. This goes for dungeons, raids, fractals. Like everything will probably have some little difference to it from what you might expect, like that the rest of the MMO genre has set up. So, um, Really try, like, if you get interested in a piece of content, try to dig into that, ask questions, hop on a stream, look up, I mean, look up some YouTube tutorials for new players, uh, talk to a guildmate. Um, because I was really surprised, like, when I first came into the game, even just because I was a raider in other games, getting into raids in Guild Wars 2 was very different. And, like, talking about the Condi stuff that may or may not affect certain things and all this different, um, you know, type of sort of context... Uh, plays a big role, not just in raids, but across the board in the world of Guild Wars 2. So it's just generally more flexible and creative and adaptive. So like, if you're coming up against something and you're really having trouble, look at like what's going on with your build, your setup, the skills you might have on, um, look up what might make that content different. Um, or, you know, sort of feel it out for yourself as you go, read all the information underneath like the boss names and the break bars and figure out all that kind of stuff. Because um, there's so many unique things in the game that might catch you off guard. Um, and if you are a little more flexible in your thinking when you come to Guild Wars 2, uh, before you know it, you're adapting and finding that there's some really unique, like, creative sort of uh, solutions there. The idea of there's not just one way, like everybody has said, there's a lot of ways. So you have to kind of as a player expect that going into it um, because there really is going to be a lot of agency for you in the game. It's a very good point. Stay open, right? It's pretty much like that's a good. Yeah. It's be open to these things. Um, really, really important to make sure you are. Like, I mean, again, that's almost life advice that Rook's giving you that there as well. But like, which is good. They're offering that information. Um, screw it. Okay, last ten minutes. I'm going to say ish or so. Um, new player, cool, awesome. What's the future? We know there's an expansion coming. We don't know when. Uh, probably late next year. I would. I would hazard a guess. Um, to twenty twenty one. At the earliest. At the earliest. Yeah. Um, if you could, what do you? There's a, these things called elite specializations, um, which come into the game uh, with every expansion. It gives a class a new weapon. It gives a class a new theme or a new role, potentially. Um, and new newness stuff. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, that's a good... Yeah, that was great. Um, that's a new, a new newness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start with Angry Zorik. If you could have a weapon or a theme on your class, or what do you think? This can be either, you know, you're thinking about unicorns, Although, well, we're talking about MMOs here. We can think about whatever you want. Um, talking about fantasy thing. It, this is not working. 
anything. It doesn't matter whether or not you think it might work in Guild Wars 2. And you can think of a weapon or a theme for your class. You can either pick that or something that's more logical that you think will be added. So you go for the one or the other. Like, to your, either your favorite class or even just something that might come in with the expansion that you would like to see or you think will come. Yeah, I got it. That's like uh, 12 questions, so good luck. <laughs> uh, simple. Got a simple answer. Battering. What? Battering. Because Batman, never mind. Oh, um, God. In all seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, six, back. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would take any new weapon. Just anything that they can just shake things up a little bit with that one key. Oh, I like mean, a complete new weapon. Just... Uh, pole arm we've talked about it before but okay. i think i think they're going to do a new elite specs uh, really their options are they're not as many and i'd rather they introduce a new weapon to sort of bring those elite specs full circle um because as much as i could argue it like a necro for for a pistol or a rifle or something like that mm. is that really going to bring something new to the table than what you know the scepter rifle. or the staff or whatever i would i mean so, i want a necro rifle now because i'm just like wow like sending out hands and like death from a gun that'd be sick i mean how would that even work and i don't know Oh, this is why I need to have an entire what, what, what would the shroud be? You got to think of that too. Like Reaper has a Reaper shroud. You just turn then... into a big gun. <laughs> you just walking around. Turn into a cannon. Yeah. I'm sure. He's got wheels and like someone walks you around and they fire you. I don't know. Well, basically the Green Lantern. If it's a rifle, then, you know, your skills actually burn uh, life force for the to fuel the ability. So you're oh, firing the life force as a bullet. That will go. See, there you go. Done. That's it. Fire the doom cannon. Oh god. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, actually, yes, I could imagine. I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah, <you> probably. <laughs> that sounds. I mean, you I, know, I everything's like on the table for Anet. I'm sure. So there's a really, you know, thing. there's one dev out there who's gonna catch this and be like, Doom Cannon. Now that's a thing. That's what I mean. Our days have got to come from somewhere, aren't they? Um, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Malfanis. Um, I would. <laughs> I'm still very leery about new elite specs because you, every elite spec is basically a new class. So you're adding another nine classes that you have to balance among the 36 classes that it would be with. Oh, yeah. Because you have the base <laughs> and then the three sets of elite specs. So we have 36 classes that we have to balance. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, that's that's why I'm kind of leery because what, what an expansion is is elite specs at this point. Everything that an expansion has brought previously is just elite specs like that's the last thing that's only come with you know a new expansion so to speak that hasn't come in some other kind of update yeah um i would love to see new weapons i want to see spears on land because there are a lot of really Ooh. cool spear skins that no one ever sees because while guild wars 2 has the best underwater combat of an mmo i've ever played it's still underwater combat yeah so i'd love to see spears axes perhaps like two-handed axes maybe like great another, axe, range, yeah. another ranged weapon type like crossbow something mm -hmm. like that and 
my my personal ask is I want longbows for elementalist because mm. that covers the niche of uh, long range single target because the staff yeah. is kind of like the classic blaster mage thing mm-hmm. where it's all big AOE stuff. I, I want my arcane archer from D and D. So thank you very much. I think that'd be wicked. Actually, yeah, that'd be sick. Imagine that. You're right, though. An elementalist for a person that's supposed to be like your classic sorcerer slash wizard class doesn't really have a lot of range. <laughs> it's like no, it's actually kind well, it's of like more bruisery. Dagger covers your your short range, and then Weaver has sword, so you have an honest actual melee weapon now. Mm. Uh, Scepter is mid range because I think it's six to eight hundred yeah, units. Yeah, it's mid. And yeah. Staff is all twelve hundred. So there's no real like twelve hundred single target stuff mm. to to work with. Weaver with no no it can't be a Weaver. I'm just one, I'm just thinking about like you know I was just thinking oh god please don't be some evasive horrible thing like in PvP. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like god sorry. <laughs> I like it awesome. Um and Rook. Oh yeah, I think mine would be um, doesn't have some to be kind of. It's true. There, we'll say we'll we'll add a little something on the end then. Um, as far as class goes, it would probably be uh, some kind of healer mesmer or like very very strong like healer support mesmer. Um, I've heard people say bard. I saw D say that in the chat, which I do think would be fun. Some kind of like song or music based or even something that had a little bit of like that dancer flair. But this got suggested a while back, and I've been obsessed with it ever since then. I kind of want whip to be a mesmer weapon. Was so, it like, here I that know. was suggested? I keep thinking yes. about like the whip. Was that you again? It was. It was me. Sorry, wow. uh, but Rick. it was also my community. Good job, guys. Wow. Um, but community. like, I love the idea of of mesmer with whip. I don't know why it just has so much personality and flair, and I think it would be so fun. So for me, that would be really great. And then my like little bonus would be that because I'm a big sucker for housing in games, I would love to have like a personalized like player housing instance where you could actually like put the furnishings and collect the furnishings and make the whole thing. Like I think that would be so fun. Um, and I've heard people suggest maybe like an apartment you can get in Cantha because obviously we have the city, um, which would be fun. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> you like imagine it, like these chars just walking into their apartments. <laughs> and it's like, yes, well, hmm, can you, who's going to put the dinner on this evening? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, don't know I just, I don't know. It's something where you could, because I love the furnishing and the system that they have for the guild halls. You want but I'd housing. love to be able to do it personally. Yeah, Single and to have like. Housing. Well, customizable. Okay, uh, that you, you can solve that easy. It's something I, I've been thinking about: is give Dragons Watch a guild. Ooh, Wait, what did you becomes, say? It, Dragons Watch, you know the Commanders Guild. Yeah, give Dragons Watch a guild hall. Give single player access to the guild hall tech, and turn that into the home instance. That would be fun. You can move all your stuff around, and then you'd be able to have your your player house. I think that'd be cool. Player housing in Guild Wars 2 is very much, uh, yeah. I think something, you know, there is one thing that is missing, like, that most MMOs have. And it's Guild... Guild halls are not the same. They just are not. Um, And, you know, not that I do it much, I like building stuff. Fallout 76, I build stuff. 
um kind of uh and it's cool there but other than other than that i think i do a little bit in eso We've got like a guild hall we kind of do but housing is massive in elder scrolls um oh yeah it is and i spend hours in it See? i am one of those suckers that plays that like i i will spend hours collecting every furnishing crafting everything like single thing trying to get all the stuff in there i personally that's just me so like i'd love to see that um on a more like individual scale mm. however they would present that so that's kind of my hope but i don't know if we'll get it there's yeah. no reason for us to but i mean i think there's every reason absolutely <laughs> it's a massive thing you know housing is massive in mmos like you, that's a whole new player base that play that spend money on something like out of anything that people spend the money on on the store in the ESO probably housing in oh it's egregious like, it's, people pay it's so hundreds of dollars for houses and I'm just mm-hmm. like why and then but they do so why the fuck wouldn't they do that in Guild Wars 2 and you don't even have to pay I'm really doing bad at swearing today and why wouldn't they do it in Guild Wars 2 like it's you don't even pay a sub fee so like they would and like people have always been like you know we have to buy spend money to buy this that the other and yes i agree to a degree that you like spending money on the gem store to buy something that you should get in game sucks a lot especially if you if it's something which is very applicable to a raid and everything else and you should be able to get a lot of stuff in the game people have to make money they have to put food on the damn table and that's just the way it is and there are games that get away with this a lot and games that have sub fees as well so i think there's something in the guild wars 2 community which is something else we might, might talk about another time um where uh necessarily seeing things on the gem store isn't very welcome a lot of the time um and that could be because the game is so accessible to so many people. But that's another day. Um, uh, so cool, yeah. And also... Whips. Whips everywhere. And that's... Rick's... <laughs> Why do you have a voice command for that? What This is not a command. It? This is an actual voice changer. It's your changer. Yes. I love it. Yes, I, I love just randomly... Make your whip actual <laughs> voice right there. That's actually his voice. I mean, that's amazing. one to bring it down. I mean, that's amazing <laughs> that you thought I actually had like a I thought you had some weird cue. <laughs> Whips. Whips for everyone. Merry <laughs> <laughs> <Larry> Whips, miss. <laughs> Look. I'm just saying, I grew up watching Indiana Jones. I love the Indiana aesthetic Jones, of yeah. a whip as like a multi-tooler weapon. So no weird, no weird affiliated with it. I just think it would be cool. Hey, and we're I not, think that we, don't, we don't shame here. We do not shame the, the kinks. We do not shame these things. We, there's nothing in it. we don't do that here. That's not what we're about. We're inclusive. Okay, we're fair. Right. Protect yep. everyone. Good. You can like whatever right. you want. Yeah. Sure. You're respecting well, I, other want, people. I want a whip spec for Mesmer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Rook, and that's what I want. <laughs> Before we go into what else we want, um, <laughs> I think maybe we should leave. <laughs> you should really come and watch somewhere. the video. 
<laughs> Play Guild somewhere. Wars 2. Don't let us weird you out. I promise. It's a great place. Lots yeah, of good <laughs> it's a good place. American accents, whips, and also <laughs> something else. I don't know. Um, <laughs> awkwardness. Um, <laughs> marriage in Guild Wars 2. Oh, God. I can only imagine. Actually, that's another thing that isn't yeah. in. Yeah, actually, isn't an official popular. ceremony. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Riff did that. Did that actually be going wrong? All right, we're going to go because it's been like two and a half hours. We're done. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you watch the video or you watch the Twitch VOD, uh, appreciate it as well. Um, I'm just going to run through these guys. We're going to do a little bit of an outro. They're going to tell us, going to sell ourselves a little bit. So, Angry Zorik. Uh, where can we find you again? What time? Um, is there anywhere else we can find you as well? Sound of weird. Uh, yeah. I'll find you first. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's it. No more personal stories. That's it. <laughs> Come on, that was good. Uh, I will find you. Um, anyways. When I'm not stalking people, you can find me on twitch.tv slash angry Zork. Uh, I stream between, I start my streams usually between noon and 1 p.m. Central Standard Time and go for about six hours, sometimes more. Sometimes we have a split schedule. I'm a variety streamer. I do Stardew Valley, Guild Wars 2. We're playing through Octopath Traveler, stuff like that. A lot of RPGs and Pokemon lately. And then uh, we're going to be back at a Super Mario Maker 2. And then I do have a YouTube if you want to go sub to that. There's a lot of openings from Guild Wars 2 if you want to check that out. And hopefully I can get some new stuff up there soon. I should stop saying that because it's supposed to be a surprise. But oh well. Here you get exclusive stuff. And then of course you can always find me on the Twitters. Slashing Resort. awesome thank you very much for coming on as well especially late notice i appreciate it very much sir thank you um malvanis tell us all about your stuff where to do it where to find it what time and hopefully that you don't stalk people uh no no i i did i have way too much to do with work between work and (laughs) I don't have time to stalk people, but I would. I don't. No, no, no. no. Don't stalk people. You just run after them. It's funny. You can scream and wave your arms. Sorry. That makes it easier for people to stalk them at the same time. Each show has got a theme. This is not not one I'm very proud of, but it's it's a theme anyway. It's been new players. I can be found... On Twitter at MLFantasMML. I stream on twitch.tv slash madrealms. That's two A's in the mad. On Wednesdays, but I start between 7 and 8 and go until I realize I should probably go to bed. So there's that. Uh, it's a lot of Guild Wars 2 lately, though I do play some other stuff from time to time. I often say I want to stream more, but then I end up having to do other stuff like you know clean the house because... I can't let that go, even though time means nothing anymore. And uh, me and my <laughs> wife like to go for long hikes. And I just, I want to stream more. I just can't find the time yet, sadly. But uh, the accounts for Mad Realms is Mad Realms on Twitter. And then also Talking Script, which I usually retweet or tweet from if I'm doing Guild Wars 2 stuff for the night. And, uh, you know, swing by, chat. It'll be fun. Hope to see you. And talking script as well. I, we've been on a hiatus oh, for a bit, hiatus. so okay. then it'll if we start picking it up, it'll come out from there'll be tweets about it from the talking script and Mad Realms. Okay, good to know. Cool, cool. And then 
Rook or bird of chess? Tell us the things, the times. And I'm going to stop talking about that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you sure you don't want to? I mean, you can take it away if you want to. No, no, no. It was, okay, it okay. was, I was going to, I added something to Zorik and Malfanis, but I thought about talking about whips would probably not be a good outro. So I've done mm-hmm. it now. So yeah. Thank you late. for sparing me that. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, yes, my uh, my name, like we've said, is Rook, but you can find me at twitch.tv backslash bird of chess, all one word, bird of chess. Um, we are mostly a variety MMO community, so I focus on Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2, and I'm an ArenaNet partner, but we also like a little bit of variety, so you'll catch me oftentimes one day a week doing ESO Warframe, or right now we're doing a little bit of the Final Fantasy VII remake, which has been really fun. Um, I love RPGs, classic RPGs, and a bunch of other indie-type games, so uh, sometimes we do a little bit of that, too. Um, I'm also a co-host on Aetherite Radio, which is Gamer Escape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and you can catch me around on our Discord. Um, feel free to join anytime. We, like I said, run a bunch of community events. We are very much a uh, group that is focused on that and would be happy to help you get into game, uh, no matter what game it is, because we play a lot of them. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bird of Chess is me. No YouTube yet, but hey, in the future, I would really love to. So we'll see what happens there. Lovely. Awesomeness indeed. Um, and I am Jebro. Jebro Unity. Unity is a guild thing. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jebrouni is me, and that is where this show goes on. Hopefully, once every two to three weeks. Again, at the moment, it's a bit hazy, corona, and school, and everything else. Um, but there are three episodes previous to this. So, this is episode four. Um, oh, no, actually, this is episode three. Sorry, that's a complete lie. I lied completely. Or is it? No, this is episode four. I didn't lie. This is four. It's four, Jebrouni. It doesn't feel like it. Long enough. It's rubbish. I'm rubbish. Um, I just forgot. I'm just bad at it. Um, <laughs> there are previous episodes uh, about such things as expansions um, and whatnot as well. You know, go and check it out. Anchor.com slash The Lightbringers, which is the name of this podcast. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. It's all Jebra Unity. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I want to care. Um, <laughs> I could have sounded really random on audio. I just realized. Go and watch the video. You know what I'm just talking about. Otherwise, you can join us uh, I, anywhere doing everything. Yesterday, I played Beat Saber, for God's sake. Um, but I shoutcast uh, Guild Wars 2 PvP, as well as put on a podcast for Guild Wars 2, as well as putting on a podcast on for Elder Scrolls Online. That is called The New Companions, if you want to go check that out. There's like 25 episodes of that. Um, do loads of indie stuff, variety stuff as well. So come and join if you want to hang out. Discord, all the things. Otherwise, that's going to be it for today. I want to thank my guests, Rook, Angry Zorik, Malfanis. Thank you so much for watching. Um, what was I going to go to? That's what we're going to do. If you want to wave goodbye, feel free to absolutely do so. You are allowed to do that. If you are not watching the video, people are waving. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time on The Lightbringers at Guild Wars 2 Podcast. Not about whips or stalking. We'll see you next time. <laughs> it's goodbye from me. <laughs> and giggles from other people. Thanks for watching. See you soon. Take care. Stay safe out there, people. We'll get through it. Take it easy. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>